check, check, check. If you're hearing the sound of my voice or watching this on YouTube, that means you're now tuned into chapter 113 of the Introverted Intuition Podcast. My name is Jeff, a.k.a. the Petty Podcaster, a.k.a. the Ambitious Introvert, a.k.a. the Leader of the Libras. I am joined by my co-host um, from left to right. Introduce yourself or reintroduce yourself to the people. Yo, what's, what's going on, everybody? It's your man, CR908, representing Jump Out the Frame. What's good? Hey, everybody. It's Coco. Lainey here. I said my left, but like, I guess my left is technically CR, but I, you know what I mean? Fucked it up. You guys fucked it up. What I was trying to do. I saw the flow was a little fucked up, so I was just like, let me just step in. Thank you. Thank you, CR. Like, nobody would have known that. Exactly. The video people would have known that because I pointed. Jesus, Jeff. They would have saw I was occupied. Very true. But we have a special guest with us an artiste. Not just one thing, not just a singer, not just a rapper, not just a performer. We have an artist with us tonight who recently performed at the JOTF Records Artist Showcase. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're absolutely. Introduce yourself to the people. Oh, I thank you for that introduction. <laughs> Hi, guys. My name is Honey Pyramids. I'm a Jersey artist. Jersey. Um, it's Jersey. kind of a little bit more to that, but... Um, Actually, I'm really glad to be here. I'm really close with CR, and I'm happy that I met, get to meet you guys. You guys are like the realest people who was at the jump, mm. honestly. Uh-huh. Made me feel the most welcome, not going to cap on everything. Oh. Really? Wow. Was it the interview, or was it like our judging that made you feel that way? Honestly, I'm not. It was the energy. It was the energy. The when I walked in, I felt the vibes. Oh, that's great. God Thank damn. You. I, I really didn't think anyone really fucked with me, at least, because I feel like <laughs> my opinion was a little too harsh at times, but that was dope. How was your experience at that night performing overall? Um, first time performing by yourself. Wow, yeah. First time performing by myself. It was a little bit different. So for me, I actually have a bit of um, anxiety, like really bad um, anxiety when it comes to groups of people. Mm. So for me, singing is like singing and rapping is like and performing is a way for me to actually push through that. So when I saw everybody else getting on there, my hands was getting sweaty. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, damn, that rope is real long to that mic. I know I'm going to trip over it. <laughs> but it's like uh, once you get up there, it's like and you look out at everybody, it's just like I have some people to impress and I have some people to show up. Mm. So it's like it's either I trip or I show them up. Mm. I remember in the interview you had mentioned that you felt like you were going to have like a panic attack. But yeah. at the same time, you seemed really composed. You were just like, I'm And here. I was just about to you say, know, like, like, you would have had me fooled. Because, like, yeah. not only this time, but the first time I had um, Jersey's Got Talent in um, June, and you guys had that performance. Like, bruh, like, when you're on stage, I had no idea you were nervous. Like, you were out there killing shit. And, like, you really represented for Jersey. Like, I really Thank didn't. You. I couldn't tell. Like, mm-hmm. you just put me on some shit. I didn't know. When I, thought, I saw the choreography, I was like, God I'm damn. Like, like, yo, these niggas bro, some experts. I was like, genuinely <laughs> impressed. That's why, like, I kept following up with Honey to make sure she's good. You know, she, I know she in school and stuff. Because I'm like, yo, I want her around. Like, she's a dope artist, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, listen, when it comes to my craft, I tell my girls all the time, it's something I'm very passionate about. I'll put my soul and I'll put all my bread into it, okay? It when tough. it comes to working hard, you have to work hard for a reason. Mm-hmm. So I'm just happy that at the end of the day, when it came to, okay, we got to get the show done, I, I'm able to put, because most people aren't able to um, put their affairs aside to do it. Mm-hmm. If you guys like heard, I'm going to bring up like some shade room shit. Mm-hmm. Can I curse on here? Yes. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Please, please do. <laughs> like Summer Walker. Like, y'all know Summer Walker. Of course, she has, of like, course. bad um, oh, yeah, anxiety, anxiety when yes. it comes to being around people. And I could yeah. feel that. But I'm not trying to shade nobody. I love me some Summer Walker. Right. But canceling canceling shows, I couldn't do that. Right. I couldn't do that. 
because it's just like at the end of the day, that's like therapy for me. Right. I get to see what's going on. Like I get to, and then it's crazy because like when I see the video and I see myself back, it's like me saying, "Okay, I said I saw." When I was having a anxiety glitch at that moment, mm. okay, we're gonna fix that next time. Okay, my I'm feeling some type of way because my belly is a little bit big in that shot. We're gonna fix that next time. Every time I see something, I'm like, okay, we could fix that. We could fix that. Because it's like when I get that when I get that reflection, I'm mm. like, okay, I see where I, I messed up at. This is where I could fix it. And then next time, I'm I'm gonna be good. Mm. Like my last performance was me fixing from my latest performance mm. if you see what i'm saying because mm-hmm. yeah. it's just like every day i'm like okay i have to be better i gotta be bigger me and my girls we went to we performed at summer jam which was lit mm. um, oh shit yeah we did the um outskirts stages i'm so proud of them honestly and we They're did here with you today the power <laughs> yes shout them out shout, yeah, them shout out, out to my girl uh savage queen and my baby um tay love <laughs> shout them out. so we also got to go to powerhouse and see, the thing that we do is I make it a point if I'm ever buying tickets to see a concert, because honestly, I could see that shit on Instagram. If I'm buying tickets to see a concert, I'm studying people's moves. Right, I'm seeing what's right. going on. That's homework for me. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I see Megan with her dancers. doesn't really matter what shape and size they are as long as they all got that choreography all got that mm-hmm. hit mm-hmm. i see megan she walking around okay she has her microphone up here even if she has to take a breath i peep when you take a breath you get your mic away from your face okay so people don't see you <sighs> that's right. one yeah. thing right. i'm like why is she bringing i'm okay i see what's going on mm-hmm. so it's just like every time i do a show i sit back and i'm just like okay let me watch that over again i kind of got to do that like megan i kind of got to do that like me i kind of got to do that like migos because i see what's going on i'm like okay this is how the pros do it we got to mm-hmm. get up to pro status i love that what about other local artists like at the, other, at the event did you study them as well or do you just look for the people at the top <sighs> <laughs> um first of all i love everybody who performed there they all did a great job but it's just like uh when it comes to me studying, I feel like it has to be. Oh, actually, no. There was one rapper, the guy who won last. Um, Naeem. Naeem, yeah. Naeem, yo, he he's really dope. Mm-hmm. I like how he could like go straight off the brain with mm-hmm. his shit. Like mm-hmm. he gets real passionate about it, and I could feel it. Even the um, I don't know what the guy. Damn, I hate to describe him as the white boy. But right, <laughs> right, rifle disciple. Rifle disciple. I hope I said it right. Yeah, you got he it. was even passionate about it. And I just like to feed off that energy because I'm like, okay, I got to go with that type of heart because I see how you're going. I need to be able to take it. I need to be able to give out that energy how they're putting out that energy. Exactly. It's what I love that shit. Like, I really do. Like, I have to be able to feel you. You're Did you have a favorite performance from that night? You could say yours too. Yeah. If you can't remember anybody else. I wanted to save mine, so I was like, maybe I'll be at mine. <laughs> I really love the R. I wish you did like all R and B. Like that was like my favorite. Yeah, part you of your caught me off guard. Like I didn't even know. Like when you came out, and you were singing. I was like, okay. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Was that like conscious? Like did you choose to do that, or is it something you decided last minute? And oh, why? No. Everything that I do, I pre-plan it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, another thing is everything that I do, I go through with my assistant Octi. Every single thing. I'm like, okay, so what you think about this? What you think about that? It's funny she says that because that was the one thing I noticed at the um the show. She was the only one who came with the crew. She like had she stood away from everybody else. She sat down for like the whole time on a laptop getting shit together. I'm just like, what the fuck is she? At first I thought she was working or something. And I was like, oh wait. And then we interviewed her. I was like, oh wow, okay. So listening to you now saying all this, I'm like, oh wow, like it all makes sense now. Like you really didn't come to play games. No, I. I- I put myself into the position where I'm like, okay, I have to have a certain type of mindset no matter where I go. Because it's like the type of 
no honestly the type of anxiety that i have i'm it's like every group is the same to me mm. so honestly the performance that we had that week was is going to be the same feeling that i have when i perform at the cherry bomb concert but um <laughs> <laughs> it's this it's this huge concert that's going on in new york and um it's going to be a lot of people i'm opening i'm opening for a celebrity guest but i don't know who it is yet mm. that's why so, but for me, it's like everyone, every group is the same to me. So it's like I take myself aback and I take a second and I'm just like, okay, you know what? I have to put on this face. Before we started, um, if y'all didn't peep, this, the light was on me and I did this. That's me like counting backwards um, because I, that's basically me readying myself to change. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm going to call mm -hmm. it to change from, from my government name which I will not say, <laughs> <laughs> to Honey Pyramids. Mm. So once I put that face on, it's go time. I if like I mess that. up, it's... Mm. If I mess up... Wait, did y'all see my mess up? Did you? <laughs> we not gonna, we're not going to bring that out. Mm. If we, even, if, even if we did. Even if I mess up, it's just like, ooh, ha, ha anyway. Da, 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 da. That's, how, that's professionalism. <laughs> yeah. That's how you're exactly. supposed to do it. I'm just like, I have to have on this face because if I don't, then it's going to mess up the whole facade. So I can't be anyone else once I get into there. That's so dope. So who were you before you were Honey? Like, what was your interest? When did you get, yeah, your interest in music start? Was it really young? Was it recent? Actually, I started singing in elementary school. I went to uh, George Washington Academy in East Orange, in Jersey. Oh, sure. Um, I was in, I don't know, what, whatever. You know, I'm not even going to do that to myself. I was young. <laughs> 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 I was young and I had the singing teacher, Ms. James, and I had her all the way up to my freshman year of high school. And it's just like I had it's like she was like a mother to me. So wanting to impress her, wanting to do great. It was just like, OK, if I'm going to be a singer in this class, I better be the best damn singer in this class. That's how she kind of pushed me. So I was like, OK, so singing, that's my blood. That's something that I need to do. And then when it came to rapping, it's actually kind of funny because um I started rapping out of like, I'm gonna call it Love's Revenge, because mm. there was this guy who, oh boy, this fine young thing from Brooklyn, Bed-Stuy, and he <laughs> broke my heart. We was together for six years, and Aww. I'm just like, I'm gonna make a diss track about him. <laughs> and I did it, and what was crazy is, the diss track actually blew up. Like, I got lit in Jersey for making that diss track, wow. and it was called Done. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I think I could do this. I want to do this. Is it still floating around on the internet right now? Can people look that up? Yes. Where can they Damn. find it? Um, it's on you YouTube? can actually YouTube. It's on YouTube. You can go onto my SoundCloud at Honey Pyramids. I'm gonna do some research. I'm gonna hear that. Was it like <laughs> like did you talk about the relationship itself, or are you just venting about how you felt afterwards on the track? I think it was more of venting. Um, Tay, what was one of the lyrics? <laughs> Fuck you, nigga. It was like um. It was something like, ain't got time for your boy, ain't got time for his bitch. No time for lies, I'm just saying. What's up with games when you always playing? I don't know. It was just, honestly. How long ago was it? Man, I was 16. Oh, I'm wow. 21 now. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Man. That's it? You're only 21? Yeah. Really? Only 21 and she a savage. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Damn, I was about to shout out to him, but he, I guess he kind of started your career in a way, right? Or through osmosis, we're not giving credit. No, I mean like the, his fuck up was career. his fuck up was her like inspiration, ascension, to, you know, create something different. Yeah, it happens for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Like, God damn it, it. it pushed me. 
it pushed mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. It pushed me. It was crazy as we had got back together after that. And then <laughs> we made a label. And Aww. then I realized that I wasn't getting appre- enough appreciation in my label. So I left and I, that's why I'm independent. Period. One point for Brooklyn, mm. zero for Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go New York. That's funny, yo. Um, so when did you start like actually writing music and creating projects and creating songs? Was that right after the diss track blew up? Or was um, it a slow, slow burn to that? Well, for writing music... I've always been a poet, so all of my music is actually, it starts off as poetry. Mm. So no matter what kind of poetry it is, usually, which is funny, is usually it's angry poetry. That's why it's ra- it turns into rap songs. Mm. And when it's like more about love, you know how it goes about that. So it turns into songs. So um, I've been actually writing for a long time, but I guess just now recently, I'm not going to lie. It's like writing's become a little bit hard for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say, okay, it's become hard for me because I feel like I've enclosed myself in. Like, I don't, I, oh, so say, I feel like I don't want to talk to people. Like, I don't like to communicate because of passion. And you know, like, when you get your heart broken, when you Mm -hmm. find fake friends, it just makes you want to be like, okay, I don't care. I don't fuck with none of y'all. It hardens you. You don't want to open up. Yeah. Exactly. I turn and that into reflects a, in your music. Do yeah, you feel? it does. How so? Um, the the songs that I'm dropping now that I'm about to drop for my EP, um, sample one. <laughs> it's basically a song, one song about the net, and then that's basically about making money because that's all I feel like. Not hanging out. That's all I get to do. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not complaining. But it's just like when songs repeatedly become about uh, making money, fuck bitches, not fuck bitches, but fuck bitches. Um, (laughs) 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 And then like bitches being mad. It's just like, I don't want that to be my only feeling, you know? Because I I listen back to my music and I'm just like, okay. And then I get stuck in that mindset kind of. And then it just gets kind of like sad. So I'm like, okay. And then that turns into songs. So I end up singing. But I'm just like... Um, the song that mm-hmm. I sung, Heal. Mm-hmm. And that's about, like, you know, healing somebody that you love. Mm-hmm. So now it turns into, okay, I'm healing you, but I'm only speaking about healing you because I really need to heal myself. Mm. It always turns it always turns out to, okay, I want to I wanna open myself. I want to give myself to someone. And then you can hear in the music, okay, you, you already fucked up. Mm. So now I have to... Now I have to change it so that I have to harden myself. And then it turns back into rap music where I'm like, okay, I don't need nobody. Fuck you. It's about this breath. Mm. It all, it's a cycle. I get it. Mm. And I think, like, at least you're, you're like, very aware of that. You're self-aware of that. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like the longer you continue to make music, you'll eventually, like, get to a point where you're okay being vulnerable in all of your music. Because mm. in my opinion, that's what makes me love an artist is the most vulnerable music right and like some of the other artists that i've worked with they say like your best music you should feel a little embarrassed about it because it's so revealing and that's what's going to be the most relatable content Mm -hmm. so i think that's something you know you're definitely going to want to eventually you know just let it out oh yes and i think you have so much to say i feel like you have so much to say yeah i feel like i said that at the um at the show it's just you like did. you're yeah. hiding behind something it's just like so like there's a whole nother like yeah. beast mm-hmm. behind honey pyramids like that's ready to like you know what i'm saying there's an evolution and mm-hmm. i see it happening like and I, i'm not just saying like i don't, I don't want to cr- criticize but a, i'm a virgo i don't criticize but i give insightful tips commentary yes. yeah i hate when you say um if it's something if i'm when i sing is because it's it, 
that's the way the poem goes. Or if I'm talking about fuck bitches getting money, I, I got to wrap it out. No, you can actually sing that shit and you can rap some love shit too. You can try to intertwine everything together. Don't always just hold yourself into one category where you feel like if I'm soft, then I have to sing. Sing or angry if, if you need hard, to, damn then it. I have to. <laughs> yeah, sing, sing it angry, belt it out. Like, give them them harmonies. Like, give them that pain in a love song. Like, sometimes the best part about especially a, any R&B song is all that raw emotion behind mm, yeah. it. Yeah. So just like because anybody can identify never with that. Just, yeah. yeah. Never, never be so quick to put yourself in a box. Like you're only 21, so you still have so much more to grow. And and I hate to say this, but. I don't want to say go out there and be a hoe, but go out there and live life. Because if don't you don't live life, back, yeah. what are you going to write about? Right. Mm, right. That's a fact. Like that's you're holding yourself that back from experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what stunts me. I realize that's what stunts me from being able to write what I want to write because it's like I don't have that experience. It's either you better that have experience. the experience or you better have a great goddamn imagination. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the other. Yeah, because even you said like you're not going out to interact, but maybe those moments from these people, maybe you don't want to interact as much can birth a good song, you know? I yeah. Don't know. But, mm-hmm. but I get it though because you're also very wary of who you want to let into your inner circle. You're probably the type of person that when you do trust somebody, you really trust them and you really care for them. Ooh, you yeah. should ask my friend group. <laughs> so I get I get that protective mentality, but I say you know also you know keep being selective, but also be open to new connections because there are good people out there, yeah. even people who just to be friends with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and you got to experience that. Like networking is gonna. Not even just networking, but, you know, meeting people and, and, and just creating those memories and those experiences. They're going to broaden your horizon so much, and they're just going to make your music so much. Like, it's already good, but it's going to make it even better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you on that, definitely. That's yeah. going to be the winter EP. I'm taking tips from y'all. It's all on the video. I'm writing it down. <laughs> That's interesting that you listen to your own music, though. I heard Sizzle recently say she doesn't. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, and wow. um, she didn't really expand on that, but it's like, is it... So how much of that, like, of the critique of are you giving, like, is it... I mean, is waiting like it's your critique obviously in your team but is your critique really the final say the nail in the coffin or do you oh, take course. more from your team as opposed to you oh of course <laughs> honestly the, the only thing that my team really has much of to say is if um if it's it's first of all i never send them my music after it's mixed i send it when it's raw mm. and there's a reason that i do that it's mm. because i hear stuff and i'm just like I'm not sure. And then I send it to the people who know me best. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I know how you sound when you sound perfect. That's not it. And mm-hmm. I'm really, I'm really. Um, anal about it. I'm yeah. very anal about the music. So mm-hmm. I, sometimes I just think, oh, my God, that sounds terrible. And then I send it to them. They're like, girl, what's wrong with you? You was doing that the day before and you loved it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, all right, cool. But after, um, once it gets into, like, the writing process, that's all me. Once it gets into the studio, I <laughs> one thing I do is I actually go into the corner because I don't like people looking at that's my anxiety I don't like people looking at me when I record so I go into the corner and then I put my heart out on that part okay, so it's like when it comes to the finalization of the music it goes through my Wii team and then it comes back to me and then I listen to it and I'm like that's what I wanted mm-hmm. it's not what I wanted I'm like y'all bitches lie I'm going back in <laughs> <laughs> what's like a, what's like the average like recording time for you like how late are you in the studio are you can you create songs pretty fast or does it take time for you to make a song so actually my process is um when I write it's it's poems that I pick out I have a big book and it's poems that I pick out and I find a beat and then I listen to the beat and if the poem doesn't go with the beat I just I just go to the next poem mm-hmm. poem don't go to the beat I go to the next poem so I'm like, okay, this goes with that. So I listen to it. It takes really, the poem's already written. Then I go into the studio, I say the next day. And 
honestly to record because I've already got it in my head. It only takes me, I say like an hour tops. Mm, it nice. takes me an hour tops. And I send it down to my guy, Evie, who's my producer in Atlanta. I love him to death. Mm-hmm. And he already knows how I feel about things and how I listen to my music and how I like my music. And he puts it, he really gets it out of my head, out of my heart, I'm going to say. He gets it out of my heart and he puts it down for me. Do you have music videos as well online? I have one music video that I have and it's called... Um, is it, on, is, yeah. Is it, I, I forgot the name of it. I don't know exactly who's in it. You and Keena think, right? It's um, Bobbitch. Bobbitch? Oh, yeah. that shit is fire. Because you seem like a good like visual. Like I would like to Bruh, see you in music videos. You got to watch like, that video. What's oh, going yeah. on in the video? Bobbitch. Can we give the audience a, a brief a teaser? Let like, tell you. Just describe it. What's going on? Let honey tell you. Bobbitch is totally dope. I don't like to yank my own chain, but I'm going to yank it. Listen, <laughs> yeah. it's my first music video. I'm like, when it comes to, I'm a perfectionist. When I did that video, it was all, it was basically directed by me. And I'm like, okay, listen, I already have it in my head. I want us to, um, I want her to have her own part. We're going to be in the woods and we're going to have this old fashioned, but it's going to be a decked out car and we're going to be dressed old fashioned, but we're going to be decked out. And I want to have a bitch in a trunk because she talking <laughs> shit. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, bye, bitch. For some reason, Kina has a shot of her hit me in the head with a shovel. Mm-hmm. It was nice because it was a gold shovel. I don't know what, oh, yes, I do know what it signified, <laughs> but... <laughs> She had, and then it was like the part in the video where I had all my girls on a couch and we're dancing and stuff. And then it's like my, it's actually my, um, my ad be on Instagram. It's a picture of me on a bed with like hella, yeah, with mad uh, teddy that bears on the back. That picture is classic, bro. <laughs> it's classic. You have to see. I can't even explain it because it was just more of like a dream for me. Like mm-hmm. it was like little shots, little shots. I'm like, okay, little scenes, little shots. I got to put that all together, make it make sense, and it ended up making sense. That after you got, you got to turn it into a poster, bro. I might as well. Turn it to a poster and have it at your shows. People will buy that shit, I'm a, yo. yo. actually, that's dope, Tay. That's I'm telling you, Tay? Write that down. D? I'm she, telling you, I would buy that shit. We got the marketer and get in you the to house. sign it. Dead ass, the marketer bro. in the house. Yes, make a note. <laughs> <laughs> he, he wants, he wants, a, he wants a cut of all posters. Nah, sales. man, I'm here to inspire. <laughs> Just give me a free poster. Right. Yes. <laughs> that's why they're my team. They're like they're the. Having people around you that truly support you is the mm-hmm. only thing that matters to me. Because mm-hmm. you could have family members that don't support you. Facts. But to have, we do. <laughs> but to have people who aren't even blood to be down for you, that that really touches me in a it's different way. It's a blessing. Way. It's a blessing. You heard that, yeah. Hefe? Yeah. <laughs> I'm still working on being a team player. Mm. <laughs> I'm, it's new. When you're not, when you're by yourself, a lot, for the majority of your life, for it's year, new. Lord. Right. It's Lord. still new. Give me time to warm year. up. I told time. you I was going to give you to the end of the year. I'm thinking, I'm <laughs> what, what, to the end of the year. It is November right 14th. <laughs> Let me not <laughs> even lie. A lot of like becoming a group, like it has to do with accepting some people for who they are Ooh. and being able to compromise. Because I'm not going to lie. I'm a bitch. I'm a bitch, right, Didi? Look. Damn. Look. <laughs> no, no words. <laughs> Listen, Tay already knows I'm a bitch. But it's just like at the end of the day, when you know that they have your best interests at heart, yeah. you know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really can't take anything personal when it comes to people who mm-hmm. constantly show up for you. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. I'm the bitch of this group. <laughs> and I take everything personal. <laughs> I really do. I can't help it. And me and Coco are just witnesses. They don't play sides. They just, yeah. they just sit and watch. We're mad neutral. Yeah. Why don't you like, ever pick sides, though? Because I'm right sometimes. <laughs> no, you're are not. you? I'm right sometimes. Okay. Even when you try to throw niggas under the bus. <laughs> oh, Wait, he does that. Wait, no, no. We're not be doing that. Chill out. Bro, you do. I'm just I'm petty podcast. <laughs> yes, he's the petty podcast. He's like, when do I do that? 
Do you remember do you remember your first performance ever? Like did you have that natural uh I guess confidence to go on? Or was it all the anxiety was through everything you've done throughout your career so far? Uh, let me bring you all the way back to my very first performance ever. I was don't know how old, but I was in a middle school and I was singing Love by whoever something. Keisha Cole. There we go. Keisha Cole. I love I was that song. It. And one thing that I realized is if I look good, I feel good. Mm-hmm. So I just got my first doobie in my entire life. My hair was real Indian. Ooh, I had my white dress on and I Late had on the little the click clacks. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, I'm like all these people. I'm just like, at first it was an anxiety. I guess because I was too young to um, realize that people were would judge me, I guess. But it's just like, it was the same feeling I get every time I get on a stage. Oh my God, there's people looking at me. Look what I can do. Love. Like, it was like, guys. But it was, that was, it was pretty dope. But like the first time that I realized that people can actually judge me when I'm on the stage, I guess would be, um, hmm. There was this uh, performance that I had did sometime when I was in uh, high school, West Orange. I actually didn't even tell my friends about it. Sorry, y'all. I didn't tell my you friends about nervous? it. You were that nervous? You didn't want to tell anybody? I was so, like, it was, it was kind of, it was kind of, I've got to do it because if I don't, I might never be able to do it type thing. I didn't invite anybody. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. I was just told, I just told people that I just went to my friend's house or I went to my boyfriend's house or whatever. And it was like an open mic at this cafe in Brooklyn. And I was just like, nobody's going to know me here. So if I fuck up, they won't even care. Or at least I won't care. And the they started playing the music. And I was just like, I just stared out into the crowd. I didn't say anything. And then the it was like this old, it was this old white lady. She was so sweet. And she tapped on my shoulder. And she was like, um, you're supposed to sing now. And I was like, <laughs> you're right. And then I started singing um, Love on Top for Beyonce. And I killed it. Oh <laughs> I killed it. And I was just like. I, I got to do this. And what made me say I got to do that is because even after I was up there looking like a dummy, I knew that I had some talent because at least people clapped. A lot mm-hmm. of people clapped. So I was like, okay, so next time I'm going to do a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And then I did two more shows and then I saw CR. <laughs> what was he doing? Wow. What was CR doing? He was at uh, the show that I performed at. But was he? Was he like in the corner creeping? Like I want to know. What, I want to know. What, you always yeah. think the worst of CR. Right. I don't a, know. How was it the worst? <laughs> <laughs> he says he in the corner. No, because creeping. she said like, she, saw, she, said she saw him. So I was wondering, like, was like, how did you see? That was what you envisioned as soon oh as she God. said that. Like, so you in the corner creeping? <laughs> I don't be creeping, y'all. No, he don't be creeping. It was. Um, <laughs> wait, you guys hit. I'm not. Sh- I can't remember honestly. I'm not sure if I hit you guys up or if you guys hit me up on IG for the um, for the show. Um, I'm pretty sure I probably hit you up because I think when I saw you at that show, I got your Instagram, mm. and then I was just like, "Yo, you're dope." Because that's just I always do that. Like, th- like I always see a dope artist, and like that's the only way I'm gonna work with you. If I if I'm working with you, that means I like your music. You know what I'm saying? So like, I saw her. I was like, "Yo, all right, I need to get your Instagram." And I always make it clear that it's never on some like, "Yo, what's good? Let me get your Instagram shit." It's always like you know because I know you get that all the time. Let me say I respect that so much about you because I oh my god yeah and we've had. Mad conversations, like I have her oh, number and everything. Right, right. I've never tried to holler at her. You know what I'm saying? I because, respect that so much. Because I respect your artistry. Like I'm a fan. Like I'm a genuine fan of Honey Pyramids. Like I genuinely mutual respect. Love that. Yeah. So just artist networking. Because I that's, yeah. bro, that's dope. Yes. That's my integrity, bro. <laughs> when Not he, creeping in a corner. When, yeah. he, when he mentioned he has a label, like, have you ever thought about joining like a, a local label or a, no, like, never. No. Why is that? No. 
let me tell you, my dad, you know Kazi Stoner? Shout Sounds out to Kazi. He's a rapper from Jersey. Mm-hmm. He's he's very talented, okay? Mm-hmm. So um he's actually um he's actually popping in Jersey. Um and he's under my father's label. My father has a record company, mm-hmm. ICU. So one thing about me is if I have any type if I have anything going on, I don't like I don't want anybody's two cents unless I ask for it. Mm-hmm. That's one. I'm not signing nobody's contract because nobody helped me get to where I was to where I am now. Mm-hmm. I have a father who's in a whole record com- a record label. He owns that shit. If I wanted to be in a record label with important people, I would I could be in it. Mm-hmm. But I've chosen purposely to be an individual. I've chosen purposely to do the shit on my own. If I fuck up, it's because I fuck up. Mm-hmm. If I get up there, I don't want to be like, oh, thank you to my label. You know, they have my back. No. Who has my back? Me and my bitches. And that's it. Mm-hmm. That's what I could say. I'm going up with the people who came up with me. I respect I love that. that. That's really admirable and brave because as a new artist, if I feel like a lot of new artists are looking for any type of resource, any type of connection, any type of label and to I have get a part question. of. So with that mentality, why not create your own label and just sign yourself? Um, that would be sweet, but I haven't gotten there yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think that would be good for you. What's crazy is I was actually thinking about something like that, like joining a, a good couple of um, female rappers in mm-hmm, Jersey. Because mm-hmm. I realized, um, not probably not even, honestly, not even Jersey, because there's some dope, there's mm-hmm. some dope rappers in uh, New York on mm-hmm, period. Mm-hmm. Yo, when I came to, I just actually had a show in um, Brooklyn recently, last week. And I'm like, the music like, y'all words are different from people in Jer- uh, Jersey, <laughs> honestly. Ooh, it was this girl. She was reading poetry. First of all, it was one girl. She was singing. I'm like, we don't do that in Jersey. <laughs> and then I see another woman. She was um, reading poetry. Me and my girl was in a front seat, cry- boo-hooing, Aww, boo-hooing. I'm like, good. I connect to that. So it's like, one thing about New York is that you guys don't feel like you have to be hard. Y'all mm. just are naturally hard. And then when it comes soft... Man, it's like pillows. Mm. Like I could feel your soft, and that's what I really chill. fuck with. It's what I really he fuck with. Like pillows. <laughs> like pillows. I'm giving some visuals out here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mentioned your pops. Like, was your family when you first mentioned to your family you wanted to do music? Were they initially on board and supportive, or did you just go against them and or just do it without even telling them? To um, this, to well, I've been doing music since I was a little kid, so my parents already knew that I that I was talented in a way. Yeah. But honestly, my parents are hustlers. They had their own thing going on. So it was just like music was an outlet for me. So when it came to the, like when it came to me writing me singing, it was just something that I didn't even want my parents to know about. Honestly, I didn't even want my siblings to really think too hard about cuz it was like if you guys put your two cents into what I'm doing, I'm going to be upset. I'm sensitive about my shit. OTT you should Oh, OTT you shouldn't cr- Oh. Oh my God! I keep saying my nickname. Mm. Oh, honey. <laughs> I was wondering what you were saying. At first. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, you shouldn't curse in your music." I'm like, "Fuck that." Oh, you shouldn't talk about having sex in your music. I'm like, "But I does that." Right. So it was just like, I can't. I can't. I can't ask anybody for their two cents. I don't even want them to have their two cents because I I respect them too much mm-hmm. to be like. I don't care about your opinion, so right. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. allow you to have an opinion. Right. Just don't ask. <laughs> exactly. I feel the same way. Right. I want to present a hypothetical. Mm-hmm. So let's say you are further into your career. You're making show money every week. You have your own label, but you're working with different businesses. And one of the businesses has a, a campaign or something that they want you a part of, but they want you to adjust your image a bit for the next few months. Like maybe the content and music or your look. Would you be willing to compromise that or would you just go your own way? If it was for a greater thing, I would, I would not mind. 
Okay. I wouldn't mind. If it was for a greater thing, I wouldn't mind. I mean, like, because there's some people out here who want to make music. No, I don't want to use her. Like Beyonce. She doesn't really curse too much. She's not. Ooh, like I mentioned Beyonce. <laughs> like, she's not too rated R. She's not a Nikki. Feel me? So I could, like, I could bring it down, you know, mm-hmm. if it's like, okay, this is going to be music for the kids. We're going to make sure that they're going to learn something through your shit. Or this is like a Lauren Hill album we want you to go with. We want you to put some knowledge into our community. I could do that. I don't have to curse because I know that there is a reason that I'm not doing it. There's a reason that I'm holding back. I feel that. But if they want me to be somebody else that I'm not, like Kesha, that's the right. I said it. If you want me to be somebody else, if you want me to destroy the youth, destroy my community, I'm not with it. I don't have to do that. At the end of the day, I, I became independent for a reason. It's because I want to be able to support what I support. Mm. I don't want to have to do anything that I'm going to feel nasty in my heart about I later on. I love that. You have integrity. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's like important. Compromise. Absolutely, yeah. Because, I mean, any up-and-coming artist, they're all hungry. They would take mm-hmm. any opportunity and compromise their integrity for what? That's a fact. A few hundred thousand? And that's the that's hardest few, thing but... about being an artist is trying to find a way to reflect your truth and make it marketable. Let's right. say, let's say there's a you can be hungry, but you you shouldn't be desperate. Mm-hmm. I, I can Starving never be desperate. You can't tell over here. <laughs> <laughs> the munchies is real. <laughs> I feel that. Where so, so do you collaborate often in Jersey, or do you really do your own thing? Um, I'm actually doing some collaborations right now for my new EP. I'm going to have Dato. He's a Jersey artist. He's really known. Um, he's cool. I like his vibe. Um, I was planning on having actually my first collaboration with a Jersey artist was Keena Thicke. And I had my collaboration with her because I love her. I love her sound. She is so sassy and so in her little country accent. I she's know. from North. I love it. That's just fly. I was born in, in uh, Marietta, uh, Georgia. So I come from country, but I was raised in Cali, so that's why I got my little um I got my little Oreo slang sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> When I heard her voice, I'm like, I need her to be on a song. She sounds like a female Gucci man. I love that shit. That's fine. Mm. But anyone, I'm very picky when it comes to doing music with anyone. I, You have to, first of all, you have to have some type of stain. I'm not going to lie. Really? Because I have to be able, I have to have a reason to yeah. want to collaborate with you. Right. Like, if you're good, I'm not good. I'm great. So mm-hmm. you have to be at least on my level or a little mm-hmm. bit up, feel me? Mm-hmm. What if they're good and they're just a fan, they just want to work, and they want, would you do it if they were willing to pay, too? But they're um, less lesser known. I mean, if you're willing you're to pay, you're not dream doll, right? <laughs> I don't get that reference. Uh, you well, get it right. I feel you. <laughs> Listen, um, I've you. actually turned down some money from Chardonnay. some people. Is this a Chardonnay? Yes, yeah, yeah, would you like some? This is sitting right in front of you. you didn't oh take no, darling, I'm a lightweight to the fullest. I'll be crying on this mic. <laughs> 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 but no, um, I don't take everybody's money because I feel like, I feel like. Not everybody would collaborate with, should collaborate with everyone. No, yeah, right. Even though some people have passion, some people have it. Let me tell you, if you're good, if you really good at what you do, I'll collaborate with you. Mm-hmm. But if you're just some guy who wants to make a song and you like and you really like music and you can rhyme hat with cat, I'm not really down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, I feel that. Hey, know your worth. But he got a hundred thousand dollars. She's just like, nope, I'm good. <laughs> well, we wasn't talking numbers before. <laughs> saying like, what, what, if they, what if they? What if they have less social media followers than you, but they got a rich daddy? And they just want to collaborate, like well, then what? I, I take that collaboration. If you listen, I gotta. You know what that's, what, that's, that's what I'm saying. If it's gonna benefit me and my team, darling, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
if you're not that good, most likely that it won't it probably won't go anywhere. So mm. I won't embarrass myself. Actually, you want to know what? I did a collaboration. I'm not going to tell the person. I'm not going to say the person's name. No. I did a collaboration with somebody, and their part was terrible. Ooh. But I realized my part was so good that I made it up for the whole song. Oh <laughs> <laughs> be like that. Hey, yo. Yeah. Question. So when you're doing a feature, right, do you prefer the artist to have something already for you, like as far as an instrumental and a hook, or do you prefer to work with them organically and come up with something from scratch? Well, if what is really weird is that when, the first time I asked somebody for a feature when I was in Jersey, they were like, okay, so where's your beat? And I'm like, hmm? Mm. I'm like, oh, I thought we were going to get the beat together. Like, I mm-hmm. thought that we were going to create something mm-hmm. together, but the person wanted me to already have the beat mm-hmm. ready, already the have my ready, part yeah. ready. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like... They just had to put their part on it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I really don't understand how you could have a vibe if you do it that way. I agree. But if it's in business and you want to just... That's how I get to read the vibe off of somebody. If they're like, okay, let's just do it. I'm like, okay, we could just do it. I'm mm-hmm. going to let you know. I'm going to kill this shit either way. Mm-hmm. But if you were with me on the same level, it would have been better. Mm-hmm. So when I do features with somebody, if they're usually... Because I don't go out. I don't usually go out and be like, hey, do a feature with me. But if somebody contacts me and they're like, okay, let's do a feature, I give them an option if they want it, whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. It's all the way up to you. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, a lot of people have different vibes, a mm-hmm. different, a whole lot of different vibes. And I'm... I'm very versatile, so I'm willing to do a vibe that you can catch on to, and I'm willing to jump onto your wave, too, because there's some vibes that I've never even been on before. Mm. And that just opens you up to more possibilities. Yeah. Yes. And I know me as a fan, that's my favorite thing. Like, if I'm following an artist, and then they switched up, like, on a yeah. different feature, mm. it's just like, oh, that's hot. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, that's something I would want to hear. In my mind, I feel like a conversation before creating the song would be more better because like I feel like if you're just coming in with two different verses, two different styles, the song's not going to be cohesive. It's not going to make sense. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you have that conversation, you get on the same level mentally. That's create the best art. Devil's advocate. When you do get to a certain level, you at, at the end of the day, it does come to the point where you just you're sending out the tracks out, and people are just going to figure out they're going to want to be a feature or not. And mm-hmm. I was about to say because that that definitely does come with the territory yeah. at one point. Like, um, some people, that's why I asked that question, because some people will send me, like, a whole record, they'll be on the hook, and they'll be like, all right, just give me a 16. And I love that, because it gives me direction, I already know what the fuck we talking about, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, we got a beat already, ooh, you on the hook, all right, cool. Sounds convenient. Yeah, and that's what allows me to put 100% into my 16, and it should be fire. But I also love, but it depends on the artist because I also love having that organic session. We chilling, we roll something up, and we just writing some fire. We find a dope ass beat. Like that part right there, it just, but I feel like kind of like a friendship has to be there. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? It has to be a friend because I only do that really with my friends. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. The music's an investment if it's your career. I'm sorry. But no, I think we see that with like with today's artists too. Like you don't really see everybody in the studio together. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you get like you get little snippets of like maybe Trey and Chris in the studio mm-hmm. together or mm-hmm. maybe like mm-hmm. so yeah, I see it. I'm not I'm not an artist, so I don't know. You know? And I feel like the artists who aren't friends like that don't. They that, send, they they, send that's the, the one they send the checks to. Yeah, yeah. Who's, just, who's getting yeah. the checks and who's actually in the studio yeah. together? They actually, make the you can always hear it. Yeah, you, you can always, always hear it. Yeah, I agree. I'm trying to think which type of those songs I actually prefer because sometimes the ones we're just sent over where you can tell is still pretty good. They're still pretty no, they're good. Still I don't. Good. Yeah, yeah, it's still yeah, it's still yeah. fire. I it's agree. great. That's it's great producing and engineering. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like that does express a different side of your artistry if you're able to like just you know adapt to that song without having to have been there in the original production. Yeah, that's a challenge. 
For me, really, it's kind of funny because it's like when I'm in the studio with somebody and I'm making a song with them, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, we're gonna be friends. We're gonna be nice. Of course, you know, when you go into a when you go into a close space with anybody, you're gonna want to be friendly with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if we're doing work together, I can't not. I can't. If I don't like you, I don't want you near me. Right. So it's like, okay, so it's go- it's totally different because it's like, okay, now we're cool. Now we're doing stuff to complement each other. Mm-hmm. But if I'm sending a track over. One thing, if I'm sending a track over to you, one thing that I kind of do is I wait for them to send that trick back, that tr- track Trade. back. <laughs> that trick back, back. I'll wait for them to send that track back and I'll see how hard they're going and see what level mm. they're on. And if I'm like, <clears throat> I'm not going hard enough, mm. I'll delete my whole shit and I'll mm-hmm. do it all over again. And that's, that's so it true. becomes a competition yeah. for me, honestly. Yeah. So when I'm together with somebody in a studio, it's more of like a friendship. It's like a it's a combination. But if we're if we're separate, it's a competition. It's a competition. Mm-hmm. I agree hundred percent. Mm-hmm. You seem like a student of just the game, like the artistry, the music game. Like, were there specific uh, maybe moguls or other artists that you pay attention to? Specifically, if you name just name a few. Um. Okay. One, I'm gonna say Beyonce. I love Beyonce to the death of me. Grew up on her. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I learned from her is it was just funny. Is through Destiny Child how I see how she went through a lot of friends in her group. I could see how they made that elimination process. We need the best people at the top when we're trying to get to the top. Mm-hmm. That's what I see. I'm like, okay, that's the business perspective. It doesn't matter how cool y'all were when y'all was kids. If you can't, if if we, at the end, when it matters the most, if we're not this, there's a reason that we're not like this. Mm-hmm. Um, if y'all can't see my fingers, it's together. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing is Nikki, Nicki Minaj. My brother's going to hate me for saying this because I'll be like, oh, Cardi, my bitch, but one thing about Nicki Minaj is she said there's two things she has said is um, people get mad when I act like a bitch but if I wasn't acting like a bitch y'all would walk all over me Mm -hmm. and I could feel that to the fullest Mm -hmm. because I was very I I still am a little bit meek but I used Mm -hmm. to be a whole lot meeker and I feel like that comes with being a female that they raise you to want to be soft for some reason Mm -hmm. like they want you to not speak too hard Mm -hmm. wear skirts you know cross your leg don't be as rambunctious as a boy that's that jersey shit yeah (laughs) it's traditional so it's like (laughs) so it's like when that happens you find you find yourself putting yourself in a closet you find yourself wanting to be a yes man to everyone and then at the end of the day it kind of sucks because you find yourself wanting to please everyone and then that shit honestly really hurts when you came in for one reason and then you leave out not even getting anything that you wanted because you wanted to make sure that everybody else was okay before you even got even got a second of the shit that you needed to get done done that shit really that shit sucks holding yourself back was that you just being selfish or was that you really just trying to please other people i'm gonna say for me it's 50s 50 because when i when i want to please someone it's only because i got love for them Mm. right so sometimes people don't have the best intentions for you mm. or sometimes you think that the people have the best intentions for you and you don't even realize what's going on. You don't even realize what's going on. So you just fall into the shit. And then um, another thing is that she said was, I'm going to just say the last part because I, I don't remember. If I had accepted pickle juice, I'd be drinking pickle juice. You know, Nikki, you're saying mm. some crazy shit. <laughs> and I was like, hold up. First, I thought about how nasty as fuck pickle juice tastes. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, she's right. I can't just accept anything. I literally can't. Because if I do, I'm going to be all the way fucked up. There's Mm -hmm. so many times 
where I've wanted to, where I, I'm not a confrontational person. If you give me something, I'll make it work. I can make it work. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you're put, I'm put into a position where you're just like, sometimes you just got to say, no, nah, fuck mm-hmm. that. I can't go that way. Mm-hmm. Literally last week I was at a show and someone had offered me to be in their label. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, the reason it was crazy because I usually I, I turn I'm used to turning down men. Mm-hmm. I'm used to turning down guys. And she was actually female. She was doing her thing. She was real good. She was a manager. And I honestly have a whole lot of respect and love for her. But I realized I didn't turn her down because I felt like the group was lesser. But I felt like if I were to settle with that group, then I could be stuck there. Mm-hmm. And there's one thing that I ne- I don't want to do is be stuck mm-hmm. somewhere where I thought was cool at one point, and then I realized I played myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to sell yourself short. Exactly. Right, because like sometimes a lot of these opportunities that are coming in this point in your career, it'll be you helping out some people. Mm-hmm. You it know, will serve you in the long run. Right, right. And and sometimes you don't want to be in a position where you're doing all the helping. Sometimes you want to get help. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you get to a point because, you you know, there's levels to the shit. Like, you already know. Like, when you first started, like, you needed help. You need a lot of help. But now you're at a point where you can help some people, but you really want to focus on still getting help because you're trying to get to that next level. So I'm not mad at that at all. And as a female artist in this industry, you have to think like that because people will take advantage of you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she pretty. She brown skin. Like, we can make money with her. We're going to get her on the 360 deal. You know what I'm saying? And then, it's, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to protect yourself. So I'm so happy you have that mindset of being independent. Like, that's one thing that I represent and that I always try to share with anybody that I meet that's an artist. Like, just do your best to protect yourself because people will try to take advantage. I just realized that I have a really big, big heart Mm-hmm. So it's like when I have to turn people down, it, it affects me in a way. Mm-hmm. And when I have to tell people no, it affects me in a way. But you don't even like to more, I don't like to I disappoint at all, honestly. Mm-hmm. But another thing I realize is that it hurts even more when I realize that I played myself mm-hmm. because I wanted to feel better in that moment by pleasing everyone else. Mm-hmm. You got to be a little selfish. It comes with time. And you, and you have to get, yeah, it comes with time and get comfortable with disappointing people. Yeah. You're going to have to because you know what? You can't please everybody. It's a fact. You know what I'm saying? You just can't. Even as your audience grows, like you're going to release your new single and half your fans will like it. And then there'll be like 75 people right. who hate that shit. Right. So as you evolve, be... as your sound changes, yeah. there's going to be people who love it. There's going to be people who hate it. you always going to have that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Can't please everybody. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. Do you, what? So like this anxiety that you have... Uh, you still performed like you didn't have it. Is it like a light switch? Is Honey Pyramids like an alter ego for you? Yes. She already said she counts down, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah, you count down, mm-hmm. but like... She transforms. That's wow. it. That's that word. I transform. I got to transform because I could never... I can... I want to say I can never, but you know what? I want to work my way up to being able to perform as my government name, that person that I am, other than mm. having to perform as Honey Pyramids. Because I could really say, when I count down and I put and I look back up, I, it's a mask. I'm not myself. I realize that I can't be myself because if I am, I'm being way too vulnerable and I'm not comfortable with that. You're not ready. I'm not. You're building up for it. And yeah. I love that distinction that you're making between going by Honey Pyramids and then eventually going by your government name. Because, like, low-key, I've had that same transformation in my mind. That's why I went from Conscious Rap to CR908. I've been thinking later on, like, when I really get on, I would love to go by my real name, just my first name, mm-hmm. because it's just the most authentic self. But it takes time. 
to yeah. get there. So I feel you on that. Do you still hide? Not hide, but do you still hide what you do from certain people? Or does everybody know you do music? Everybody know I do music now. That's how it should be. <laughs> Even people in my that's school. That's how it should be. Yep. That's how it should be. Oh, that's Honey Make Money. Ooh, that's one thing that I, that kills me. Honey Make Money. Yeah, because that's in one of my songs. That's I, funny. I hate it when people, like, not hate it, but it's just like when, I don't know, when people try to, I'm going to say glorify that I'm a rapper, I'm just like, first of all, y'all know me. I'm, I'm yeah. going to be the same person in front of camera that I am in front of you. So don't try to like make it seem like I'm somebody else when I'm stepping into the room. Because when that happens, when that happens, ugh, sweetheart, if I start acting like I'm somebody else, that means I don't fuck with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> that's really what it means. It's funny because Jeff has brought up so many times about yeah. after he gets on. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. How you going to You start? mean shitting on everybody? Yeah. Like, that's what you mean? Going Hollywood? Yeah. Of course. Like, if I worked my way up to the point where I'm at and you didn't believe, you didn't hate me in this journey, then why should I fuck with you? Oh, Yo, yeah. you know how petty he is? He said, I'm going to take a selfie with my check. And then I'm, I'm going to send it to the haters and say, wish you were here. <laughs> Um, I did say that I stand by that For real Like I I stand by that I told him I can't wait To see this nigga be rich bruh Cause he's gonna be (laughs) Stunting so hard Like he's gonna wear a fur For no reason Like Nah hell no I don't fuck with furs I don't fuck with furs I see Honey getting richer Before all of us though Cause you seem really really focused And you have that That tunnel vision drive I, I could say that I have more drive than I did last year. Mm. Like, hold on, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut anybody off. I wish you stop cutting our blessings short. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you, though? <laughs> like, did you not just say you can see Honey get edit again? Oh, no, no. it's a shit to you. That was a compliment, but I understand it's a compliment, but you kind of. You cut our shit. You cut our shit all the way short. Like you see the Pinot placement. We're trying to put places where they can. We're trying to get that sponsor. The power's in the tongue. The power's in the tongue. Like what you see, what you speak is what you bring back to you. Like my nigga, get it together, Mm -hmm. okay? Together. Mm -hmm. But okay, but I already said that when I'm on. So I'm already, I'm already there technically. Technically, she's already there already. We're there. She's she's, no, she's way before us now because you already put it out there. (laughs) We're gonna be all right. It's written. Money isn't the focus. Money isn't the the main focus. It's coming, right? Isn't that what you always say? Don't focus on the money because it's gonna become. It's gonna come. You say that because you got you put your for your whole foot in your mouth about something else. But I'm asking you. It's not about the money. It's about the whole blessing in a sense. Like that's what it, that's what I'm, I'm trying to keep you aware of. You understand? What I'm trying to say, Coco. Uh, I, I hear you. I hear you. Both of y'all. It's one of those things. Tom the fence ass. But go ahead. Yeah, can't 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 pick a side. But go ahead. Oh, uh, what were you saying? I'm sorry. Do you yes. do you remember? When you <sighs> when you beat everybody out to success and you at the finish line. Oh. I didn't even know what you were saying. You're talking about when you come in the room and if you made it, you're going to know that I made it and that I don't fuck with you because I'm be, you know what I'm saying? That, that you're saying that. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I was just talking about how people be talking shit. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> no. Um, honestly, when I make it, when I make it, make it, it's not a go- It's not going to be about me anymore. Mm. It's not, truthfully. Mm-hmm. Um, You'll be able to service more and do what you really love. There's a reason that I do this. And it's because, honestly, because I want to have my siblings. I want my siblings to have somebody to look up to. Mm -hmm. Because I'll be the first child by my mother and father who will graduate college Mm -hmm. and get a PhD. Mm. So that's not even even really music. The music Mm. is because, listen, Kalima, Abdul, Shaquille, Malia, 
I'll see my big brother Tom here. Um, you can do it. I did it. You can do it. Even if it's a dream. I realized that um, I'm going to say black parents kind of don't want you to follow your creative initiative. Your mm -hmm. for, because they feel more uh, security mm -hmm. in going yes. into school. Mm -hmm. But, bro, listen, my cousin, mm -hmm. she's an astronaut. Literally, mm. she's an astronaut. She's going to Mars. She mm. went to Columbia University. Mm. So she, I'm like, listen, that's 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 some creative shit, and that's some school shit. I'm I don't think I'm gonna be going to Mars, but I'm gonna do something really fucking close, mm -hmm. okay? <laughs> I hear that. And I have to have I gotta give my siblings something to look up to, and then when it comes to the money, I'm not putting my parents in no home. Okay, I, mm -hmm. I promised my dad that I was gonna have him a foreign nurse, so mm. I'm trying to get him that foreign nurse and <laughs> 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 my mama a mansion. You're okay? a good daughter. That's, I, a, that's a fact. At the end of the day, I do what I do because I have somebody to support. Where have you felt like the most resistance as you're going up in your career? It's not your family, but like maybe people you were close to before taking music seriously, or yourself. Myself. Yourself. Myself. It comes with not sometimes not feeling good enough. Sometimes feeling like I have too much on my tray. Sometimes feeling like it's too much. Like maybe I maybe I should cut my losses and I should just be a fucking RN. Ooh, that's scary. A whole lot of Jersey bitches is RNs. That's what I'm calling you out. RNs, B. Yeah. You about to get a PhD, so that's your plan B, right? That oh no no no. That's not even a plan B. They're both they're both on the same line. I'm that has it's getting done. It's getting mm, done. Okay. Just like how Y'all can tell I love Megan. Just like how Megan's in school for, for um, her social sciences, I'm going to get my PhD, become a psychologist slash psychiatrist slash therapist, mm -hmm. and become a rapper. Like, and then when I, I'm really using, I'm not even using rapping for the money. I'm actually using it for the credibility, for the fame, because I want people to know, okay, she has talent, but do you know that she's a psychiatrist? That's so crazy. I want them to come. I want them to come to me because I genuinely want to help people i genuinely love to help people i grew up in newark and a lot of kids there i'm gonna say i was a tomboy i used to skateboard a lot of young boys there that were because they were my only friends were <laughs> they had issues that stemmed from family so that turned them into drug addicts uh trappers mm. anything to anything so that they can get by and I realized, bro, you're 19 years old and you steal cars for fun. Mm. Going to jail is fun to you. Mm. Um, you're so hopped up on fucking pills that you stand and sway in front of corner stores like it's a hobby. Mm. Um, I, had a, I had a friend. She was like fucking 15 and she had a baby. And she didn't have a baby because she had unprotected sex. She had a baby because she felt lonely. Mm. Wow, that's deep. That's deep. I People think need help. I think it's just so dope, and I f see so much of myself in you right now because that's literally my end goal. Like, I got my undergraduate in psychology because I want to be a therapist after I'm done with music. Like, that's my goal too. So I think that's just so fucking dope. Like, you just made me even a bigger fan Aww. by <laughs> knowing that. I, for real, for real. And I think like you could um. Because what I've learned recently about um, artists that are like signing labels, they don't get health insurance. They don't have um, a union, and uh, they don't have some. Yeah, like when they sign to the labels, like they don't provide that. The fuck? Hmm, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. If so, I'm a, if I'm a record label owner, I'm not giving you shit. But the contract on your back, yeah. 
But it's still it's like a business, ass. so that's why I was confused when I business. heard that. It's a business. You're a freelancer in a sense. Get your own fucking insurance. All this money you got, Megan. All this money you making, you can pay for your own fucking insurance. Like the fuck am I supplying insurance for? But what I was leading into was like you could the type your clientele could be other artists since you'll be at that level where you have that reckon that um that attention on you. Mm -hmm. You could interview other artists and talk about they can vent their struggles of coming up and. And we need that. And that's why I'm so like, I love what you're saying because we really need that. You know what I'm saying? There's so many artists in the industry that are like super young. And like you said, they're like totally abusing drugs. Like as far as pills, it's lean, all this stuff. And and, they normalize it. And they normalize it. And it's like because they're dealing with emotions and thoughts that they don't understand. Like it's really because they are mentally ill and they don't even know it. That's trauma. really what it and is. Trauma is normal that, to them. And PTSD, Seeing trauma, like that, yeah. that, that, that PTSD. Yeah, that PTSD, it. like that shit. It's real. As I, you're 21, so I'm listening to shit you're saying. I'm just like, yo, what happened to y'all in a sense? Not y'all, not you in a sense, but it's just like that age between, I want to say maybe now 18 to 27. No, I want to say 27, 25. 18 to 25, that little lost generation in a sense where it's just like they didn't have... The grandmother was 35, probably. So she was in her fucking second childhood. Mama was 27. So it was just like a whole lot of... Grown-ass children. children raising grown children. children. Yeah, raising not knowing children. any better. Wow, yeah. Not knowing any better. So then you have these kids who they don't have any... They don't have that... Some of them didn't have that solid background. It's just like, okay, I'm starting to understand and I'm starting to get it now. But that's so fucking sad. And it goes back to me. I, I always forget. I, I, I always keep saying this. And I think it says at the concert, at, at the show, I was just like, yo, what y'all going through that y'all making this music like this? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, this reminds me of Bobby Schmurda. And I'm listening to the song. And I'm just like, nigga, you how old talking about? You got a body weight. Like, I'm confused. Right. What's yeah. going on Niggas here? Like, and like, Why is this the new normal? Life. And the thing you got to realize is that these young artists, they're selling out like crazy. And they're getting popping like crazy because kids can literally like they could understand they what they're saying they're like, relating to it is on one for, like he no. was so it's not face. just yeah, them he's... it's not just the artists it's millions of kids feeling the same way and mm-hmm. that's their only outlet being like i could relate and to that's this. scary like when a million kids feel like the xxx guy when they feel like they want to pop pills and they feel like this they want to kill themselves and it's just like okay either a million kids have a lot of demons attached to them and nobody mm-hmm. want to talk about this shit or this shit is just a million kids have that many mental health issues. It's a trend. It is. It's not it's, a trend. No, no. It's un- that them adopting the behavior of their favorite rappers. That's a trend. No, I don't think even all their of styles them... how they look. Okay, looking is one thing. Dressing, no, looking, dressing is one thing. Mentally acting in the familiarizing, sense, familiarizing, mm. popping pills, doing drugs. Like I don't care what anybody, and I still stand by this. Party drug is a party drug, but once you start doing certain drugs and you're like really doing it, my question to you is what the fuck are you hiding from and mm-hmm. what has happened to you? Mm-hmm. Why? And why? Because it's just like you don't do hard drugs just because you say, I want to try a new drug to get high. It mm-hmm. just doesn't happen that way. But no, then kids don't have anything else. They're still trying to figure themselves out. And their first introduction to something unique hard is music and the artist rapping about it. I think they would be inspired to do it. Then call no. me, call me old fashioned. What? No. Call There's, me old fashioned. These are kids doing you that. You have to call me old fashioned because there's no fifteen, no thirteen year little boys gonna say, "Give me an LSD, give me an acid yeah. tab." Yeah, I wasn't listening to Molly Percocet and thinking, "I think I want a Molly and a Percocet." Thank you, right. Molly Percocet. That whole shit. I and I know people who did Molly Percocet. All that. And I'm again, like I said, party <clears throat> drugs is party drugs, and 
Percocet is not a fucking party drug. That's a fucking pill. That's not something you should ever mm-hmm. take. But like you have certain things to say. I, I I understand certain things, but there's certain things I cannot wrap my head around. You gotta have I a can't wrap my head around crack. I can't wrap my head around meth. I can't wrap my head around heroin. Mm-hmm. I can't wrap my head around those things. Because mm-hmm. you, it's like for somebody to say they're gonna do that, you're pretty much accepting the fate of what. Because you've seen it already. You've, seen, it. you've mm-hmm. seen what it does to other people. Mm-hmm. So you're 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 trying to escape from what you're doing. You feel like whatever's going on in your life is so bad yeah. that you rather end up. Even the kids destroy yourself than live through what you're dealing with. The kids who pop the pills continuously consider yet you you look like zombies popping. Yeah. Pills. So it's just like any drug you do, with the exception of weed. Yeah. Sorry, this is not a drug. We're a green show. This is not the this is not the um, the advice of but just the first advice of Laney. Mm. With the exception of marijuana and it's stuff of medical marijuana, I prefer to go out the earth, you know, whatever cases. But with the exception of that and everyday usage, even then it's still about moderation. So no mm. matter what you're doing, it's about moderation. But once you start hitting drugs, any drug every day, it started. You have to ask yourself, okay, what's going on in my life? Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like these kids are even equipped to ask themselves that. And again, why does the 13-year-old feel like they have to take away the pain? What pain are you in at 13? Your only job is to go to school, get good grades, and come home. Yeah. That's all their favorite artists do. It That's it. They, they what are they lacking song. in their lives that I they have to go like, and seek but I, I, And a lot I of kids are lacking love. And I, it's something Alex, and, and I hate to say, it's something Alex Wolf said, because she's in a generation where TV raised her. Mm-hmm. So now you have these kids where there's nobody raising them. Their mm. cell phone is raising them. Since Social media babies, is raising them. Their parents is just like, here, hold this cell phone. That's I a fact. Do this and do that. That's a fact. Want to know what's crazy? Um, I went to I went to school in campus in East Orange. That's like the hood. And I went to school up in West Orange. That's like the hills, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. So one thing I realized is actually the kids. They both. They both. Um, they both enableize themselves the same way when it comes to okay, I'm sad, so I'm gonna do the, ooh, so I'm gonna do this type of drug. But for some reason, I realized the kids in West Orange, it's a different type of thing. When it comes to when it comes to like I'm not gonna say a black family, but when it comes to a family that has less, mm-hmm. it's easier for you guys to for us to come together because it's not too many distractions. Mom's not at work too much. Or if mom's at work too much, there's always a sibling next to you. Y'all are together because when mom comes home and she's pissed off, it's it's, it's everybody. It's mom against everybody. Yeah. So everybody got to stay together. But it's just like when it's up in West Orange, mom and dad are gone because they're lawyers or they're taking trips. They, Nick, Nick is taking trips around the country. You're home by yourself. In a um, big ass house. In a big ass house. Mm-hmm. You know what that leads to? That leads to parties. That mm-hmm. leads to bringing over a boy who doesn't even like you. You just want to have him over there because you want to show off your cool shit. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, this literally happened. Next thing you know, there's a big ass party. Somebody gets cut. Mm. Uh, somebody gets fucked up and there's police there. And now... Not only are you looking at like an asshole to your family, but you're also looking like an asshole to your friend group. So now you're medicating. Mm-hmm. You want to fit in some type of way, and then everybody's medicating there because everybody has issues too. Mm-hmm. You don't, mom and they, your their parents don't give a fuck, bro. Mm-mm. Their parents really don't care. There's kids out there doing cocaine. I don't know, not one nigga, any orange doing cocaine. Mm-hmm. We smoke, we smoking weed, and some of them is smoking milds. Mm-hmm. Why? How? How does it get to a point where you're like some? People really don't care about me so much that I could literally snort this line. I could do white girl and nobody's going to care. Mm. Mm. I'm going to go home and nobody's going to notice. 
I'm going to go to not go to school. Are they white? There's some black kids, too. You know, there's some what? black kids. Let me, let me say this. I believe it. I believe it. Different I've seen strokes, it. Different strokes, different, wow. different money, it. different highs. Oh, okay, yeah. Definitely true. It's yeah. definitely about the bread. Different highs. So if you're telling me, if this is like a prominent money afflu- affluent neighborhood, West Orange. I expect them to do coke. I yeah. expect them, like, that's the, like, that's the drug. Like, People with money, the drug of choice is you, you smoke a little weed, you do coke, and then you pop a little pills, but you drink, but you have money for all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People who don't have money, we do weed, and drink, drink. Uh, we drink mm-hmm. alcohol. Mm-hmm. Now, but that age, but then again, Drew Barrymore was fucking doing coke at eight different ages in Hollywood. She was a sense of loneliness in adults, but that's the same thing with uh, uh, rich affluent people. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's, it's the same level. It's that, like, that sense of loneliness. Yeah, that sense of loneliness. But it's just like, at what point do we take a hope? We take responsibility. Mm-hmm. Why does everything have to be an escape? Mm. So not only are we in cancel culture, we're in escape culture now because now people no longer want to deal with reality. Yeah, that's a not, fact. No. People don't mm-hmm. want to deal with reality. They so wanna... now every day is a constant. I'm going to chase the high because I'm escaping something. Yeah. yeah. Instead of trying to figure out how to deal with it. I feel like we had more people passionate about certain things like what they do, like podcasting, like music. They wouldn't need that artificial escape. They would have a real one. Something to do. Uh, boredom's the devil's advocate. Yeah. Idle hands. Yeah. <clears throat> So like, what are your what do you do when you get stressed? Like, do you indulge in weed or do you indulge in other things to take you out of like the hardships of ascending in the music career? Oh man, in life in general. <laughs> Honestly, I smoke weed, but I I recently, me and my friend just made a pact to stop smoking weed because one thing I realize it doesn't really help. It just makes me feel good at that moment, and then. It was this one time I smoked, and then I felt really, really bad. It made me think. Mm. And I realized the reason that I smoked was so that I didn't have to think. And mm. then I felt even worse when I'm just like, wait, something's not working. I'm like, holy shit. I'm thinking. And now I'm thinking deeper because I'm high. I'm like, mm. this shit not working. It's like, doing the opposite of shit. Fuck. And I was just like, after that, I was just like, you know what? You know what? I have to become stronger for myself. Because there could be one week, I I don't got the plug, or I ain't got no bread for weed, and then I'm all the way, I'm all the way fucked up, which is crazy. Cause um I stopped I stopped like a couple weeks ago, and today I had one of those days. Mm. Let me tell you, <laughs> I was in school crying my eyes out because mm. I thought something had happened to my financial aid, mm-hmm. and basically it backed up to oh I owed my school money. I had have to drop a class, and I work at my school. Mm-hmm. So that would affect my job too. Dang. I was boohooing and I wanted to smoke some weed so bad, and I was just mm. like, you know what, bitch? What, what this? These are the two realities. I could spend this. I could go half with somebody right now, and I could smoke this weed, and then I go back into the school smelling like weed, sitting at my front desk, hearing people go warrant 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 warrant. Because I, when I'm high, I don't hear nothing nobody saying. <laughs> I'm not helping nobody. And then I have to go to class feeling stupid and feeling bad. Because when I go to class, I really go to class. Like, I I interact with my teachers. Oh, teacher, Uh I know why people feel that way because I take psychology classes. Uh I know, you know, I like to interact in class. When I can't interact, when I can't feel like I'm I'm here, when Uh I can't feel like I'm actually there, it affects me. So, it, you know, you notice. So it was either that or I get all of my shit together mm-hmm. and I go to financial aid and I and I argue with somebody because somebody going to get these hands because I need to get my shit all the way together because ain't nobody going to get my shit together but me. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's either I 
it's either I take this pacifier, which is weed, or I just rip off the bandaid and I get my shit done. Dang, and today fast. I had to realize I realized I had to get my shit done after I cried a little bit, but I got it done. So what was the resolution like? That. Is your financial aid good? You good? You still be able to work at school? You good? Uh, actually, what happened is I actually went to um, I went to the dean of students and I cried. And I told him that he needed to get this shit together yeah. because <laughs> there was a guy in the office who was a different skin color than me. And I feel like he didn't really want to help me. Mm-hmm. By the way, I, I like white people. Mm-hmm. I keep on saying a lot of shit, but I love y'all too. But um, <laughs> but I had to go to a brother to help me out. And I was just like, wow, that guy really didn't want to help me. And it made me feel so bad because I'm just like, you don't even know, sir. I have a 3.5 GPA mm-hmm. and I do all my homework. Please. Mm-hmm. Don't have this out. You're going to end up having more right. white fans than black fans for sure. So you got to keep them on your side. Yeah. I realized, listen, they got, you know, what? I'm going to keep that to myself. <laughs> uh, I went to J. Cole's concert um, like two years ago in the Barclays. I was definitely surprised to see I was surrounded by a lot of white fans. Right? Really? J. Cole? Mm-hmm. That is J. Cole. Sure. And not for nothing. And this is why I always keep telling people that's why I said this before. These were the white people next to me, they were like the day one fans. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was gonna say. He they was every like word. spitting shit from the come up in the morning. I was just like, wow, I was just like, mm-hmm. I'm mad you said nigga, but it's just like, okay. right? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was shocked that he even knew the song. I was just like, oh, okay, like, okay, like, you'd be, like, you'd be surprised who your day one fans are. Yeah, mm-hmm. they listen. I, I love, I love everybody. That's how it has to be. If you I fuck love, with me, I have to like fuck Malcolm with you. After he went to Mecca, love everybody. <laughs> so, do do you like? Where is your music? Your music is like on iTunes and all that, Spotify and all that. Yeah, it's on all platforms. So you, you can like track like all the analytics where people are listening to your music. Do you have like a specific core fan base that you notice from the analytics? Um, honestly, what I realize is that it's usually young women, and I honestly like that. Mm-hmm. because well one is what i correlate with the most and two what i talk about it's not really it's never really anything that would make them do any dumb shit like mm-hmm. <laughs> like i love me some sookie you know y'all know oh, sookie yeah, sookie, yes. sookie with a good coochie so oh. i love her but that's not some shit i would want my little sister to listen to Word. even if i have some cursing in my music i'd rather my little sister say fuck that i'm gonna get a check or fuck i hate ass bitches i do what i gotta do other than I'm fucking somebody's nigga. Mm-hmm. So I'm just at least happy that I'm putting out something that's, even though it's risque, it's not too, it's not too rogue, not too nasty. It seems authentic as well. Like, I, in the beginning, I thought Megan was a bit inauthentic. I just didn't know if the college thing was really real. I thought that was, she was using that as a marketing uh, scheme to like get ahead this and clean. Guy right clean. Here. No, because she, <laughs> no, because she ascended into another level of, of, of like her career really fast, just like Cardi did. Cardi isn't in the camera uh, doing that ratchet shit anymore. She kind of cleaned up her image for the white people. So I kind of thought she? Megan was doing that as well. Did she? I haven't seen a Cardi. I don't, I don't follow her that active, but I None haven't of seen. None the females in here agree with that statement. Okay, but I'm just telling you what I'm seeing as a, as a, a fan on the outside. I felt like I thought Megan was like kind of trying to use that to clean up her, her, her image a bit, but I think I could see you just maintaining who you are throughout the majority of your career and not having to change it for anything, even the content or anything, because you seem like you have a, a story. So I feel like you haven't told or said your best work yet at all. She's no. 21. Yeah. And that's another thing that fucking shocked the hell out of me. You're 21, bro. Oh, yeah. Like, yo, I risk because, yo, you know, Killer KC is 21. 
Yeah. So it's like, you say that because that's why I'm sitting here still shocked about like she's 21. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, bro, I respect that you have such a mindset at 21 because when I was 21, a lot of my friends were not. Yo, they wasn't even close to thinking how you was thinking. Like niggas was turning up, niggas like just doing all types <laughs> of crazy shit, running the streets. But yo, you're focused. You're doing well. Like. You're progressing, like yo. I'm a fan, bro. I'm like, a fan yo, too. Word. Oh, that's what's up. And bro. I feel like maybe that's you're like that because you see it's a possibility. So you know, it's if it's a possibility for them, obviously it's for you as well. Oh yeah. Listen, I grew up listening, literally listening to the radio till I fell asleep. Um, I grew up. Honestly, on, another thing is I grew up seeing both sides of the world as saying I grew up seeing how it could be living in Newark, down from Shabazz, like. No offense. The dustiest <laughs> of dusty being by being by Freeland Heisen where all the prostitutes be walking by from going up to living in the hills by the Jewish people <clears throat> where kids that was 16s was getting foreigns. And we were in uh, honestly, they had bread. Mm -hmm. OK, so I'm just like I have two roads. OK, and those roads are very real. Feel me. So I better choose one. And then this road that I'm choosing isn't only going to affect me, but it's going to affect everybody around me, literally. So it's either up or down. And I've been down before. I've been deep down. Like, you know, mm -hmm. you ever been into that type of depression where you don't even want to eat? It's paralyzing. And then you wake up and you want to cry a little mm -hmm. bit. Yes. I've been there before. I feel like because I experienced that at such a young age, it made me never, it made me kind of scared to ever go back down there ever mm -hmm. again. So it was like I've been to a rock bottom there is nowhere else I can go but up. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. nowhere else I can go but up. That experience your music is, is important. Yeah, for sure. Your music is obviously probably therapeutic for you. Oh, yeah. Like with the diss track with your ex, you had to get that out or she would have exploded. <laughs> had to. <laughs> I want to hear that shit. Awesome I feel like, I feel like it's like offensive, like raw, but honest, like a good diss track. I would like to hear that. That's good, though. Word. I love that. Absolutely. And another thing is um, surrounding yourself by like-minded people, because that matters a whole lot, too. Mm -hmm. Because you can't really have an ambition, I mean, an ambitious uh, mindset and then have people who wants to just, like, sit on their ass all day. All my friends, if they're not 100% supportive of me supportive of me, and making sure that they're putting themselves into the team so that we're getting up to somewhere... They also have their own initiative and they're doing some shit too. And mm -hmm. I got so I got people on my team who are choreographers. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, listen, you dance for me one day, bitch. You might be dancing for. Let me stop saying Beyonce's name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> put it out there. Put it right. Out put that energy out there. My my assistant. I'm like, you could be somebody's manager today, uh, next day, because you're so focused and you're mm -hmm. so reliable and you're so organized. Or my stylist. Who I'm just like, listen, you have so much style. You have so much glare. There's nothing that you can't do, mm -hmm. okay? You need to have a magazine or something. Everybody who's in my group, they have a reason. You can't, first of all, you can't fuck with me if you ain't got nothing on your plate. Mm -hmm. Because, bitch, if you eating off my plate, I better, I better be able to take some scraps from you, too. Mm -hmm. I definitely fuck with Of course, with that. that's how it should be. How has 2019 been for you overall for your career? Are you proud of what you accomplished up to this point? Is there some things that you didn't accomplish that you wanted to? How has 2019 been? I'm actually really proud of myself. I am. I am. Because uh <laughs> because before <laughs> before I've been I was in a space of wanting and now I'm in a space of I'm actually getting I'm getting I'm seeing where I want to go and I'm seeing that I'm actually getting what I was working for last year. Mm. So I feel like okay, all that stress all those time spent, all that money spent, because uh, independent, Bruh. all that money spent, Bruh. it's it's paying off, and it feels so good when you see that whatever you worked hard for is actually 
going towards something. I feel mm-hmm. that's why a lot of people give up on their dreams because they feel like they go in nowhere. But it mm-hmm. takes a lot of patience. That's and I was Dedication. just about to say it takes patience because people will stop digging when they're three feet from gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you just really got to keep going. Like it's like you can't worry about what's in front of you. Just uh, keep that vision in your mind clear. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Even even the smallest things. Even when it seems like okay. Um, I just I had one little ass show last year, but this day this year I'm doing two little ass shows. Don't look at it as that damn, I'm only doing two little ass shows. It's been a year. No, you can't be like that because there's people who haven't gotten there's people Lana Del Rey, if y'all know who she is, she's a mm-hmm. great singer. Lana Del Rey didn't get signed and she not signed, but she didn't become popping until she was twenty five. Mm. She was singing way before. She was singing since she was a teenager. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it takes time mm-hmm. and you can't you can't stop. You can't be like, maybe you can't have no if, answer, but when you're that passionate about it, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, when you sit there and be like, I right, fuck it, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm losing. Mm-hmm. That's when you really become the loser mm-hmm. because you, you have to stick with that. Nobody else will give a fuck. And let me tell you, bro, if you stick with that, you're going to build the tolerance and the uh, uh, resilience that you need to not only be in the industry, but be a dominant force in the industry. Mm. Because there's a lot of people who uh, fast track past this. There's people who get lucky. It's like Mm -hmm. the lottery, right? Mm -hmm. They get past all of this struggle and all of this, and they get the success, but it's microwaved, right? So it's not going to be quality. They get that limelight, then they fuck it up somehow. Like, these motherfuckers be fucking up success, bro. They just be fucking it up. I'd be getting so mad. I'm like, bro, if that was me. Look at Kodak. Look at Kodak. Look at Kodak, man. Forty six months, like off some dumb shit. I don't even want to get started on that. He, he needed a break. Shit. He was talking too much. He needed a little break. Jay didn't drop reasonable doubt till twenty six. Yeah, man, it takes patience, and that shit builds character. Yeah. And I tell you right now, if you keep that mindset, you're gonna be not only in the industry, but you will be an icon because that's what makes an icon. That's what I'm searching for. I don't want to be. I don't want it to be just a cool name. Like I want to be remembered. I need to be. I mm-hmm. I, I need not once. Excuse me. I need to be somebody remembered because mm-hmm. I work this fucking hard. What yes, am I doing it for? Exactly. What am I doing it for? Stick it through, and it, it'll happen. I'm telling you. Yeah, I've been taking like need and like the other words out of my vocabulary i've just been telling myself i will mm-hmm. yeah. like yeah. you got to just going forward into 2020 like everything i i will have mm-hmm. like i will have you know yeah. you just got to really believe that and visualize, visualize and imagine that. the feeling of already having it yes, yes. Yeah. you got to live in that and you got to look back at what you've done because uh, what you've done now was a dream at one point mm-hmm. so now that it's real mm-hmm. you've proved to yourself that it's possible i got you yes. but sometimes you said look back the man too much who said something else you look back a little bit ago. yeah <laughs> But I, hear I just can't. I just but, can't live ever. Like but, I just have but, to be. But I hear you. I'm gonna take your side this time. You know what I mean, like, I hear you, bro. Like, like I'm not perfect. You know what I mean, but, I'm just. But I have to be. I guess. But no, I hear you because like when I first started jump out the frame, like I said at the show, like I was just on my couch by myself smoking weed with my boy. Mm-hmm. Then we just. And I'm saying it was nothing. Nobody knew about it. And look what it what it's grown to. And that just absolutely it 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 didn't come this this way by just luck like it, I, yo I had shows where there was five people mm. honey like there was five people for real but I acted like I was in Madison Square Gardens I should now yeah. I'm saying like I remember when I had a show at a strip club it was nobody there but K-Rot Kanisha Janicia and the fucking DJ that got me the fucking <laughs> shit yeah it was nobody there, but let me tell you, when I performed, bruh, I had every... Um, them strippers were shaking their ass, though. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Well, that is bad. The chicken wings was probably out. Yeah. Drinks was going. Yeah, that That's when I dropped straight from the 908. But my whole point of even saying that is like, yo, 
I didn't have nobody there, but I imagined like, yo, people were screaming my name. I imagined people was cheering for me. And then eventually it became that. And now Jersey's Got Talent, like, that shit is popping, yo. yo Jersey's Got Talent, I'm telling you. Thank yeah, you like, I have been, I wasn't around you during those days, but even from the time from the first Jersey Got Talent till now, it was a major change in my eyes. It was, Thank I feel you. like it was more, even more successful than the first one. Thank you. And Honey killed it, of course. That's but uh, we didn't actually vote you into the finals. Did you take offense to that? No, no. I can't, I don't, like, seriously. <laughs> I'm not a sore loser, one. And two, it's just like I know, I know, I know my worth. Yeah. I know how good I am. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I don't win something or when something doesn't come into my favor, I look into why I didn't. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I see. Okay, you did that that I didn't do. I'm gonna do that next time. Mm-hmm. I see how you performed. Okay, I see how you did that. I'm gonna do that a little bit better next time. There's no reason for me to get upset. It's it w- at some point it was a competition, but for me and my reality. I'm not in competition with nobody. I came there to show up and show out. Uh Feel me? Even if I did fuck up for a second, at that point, I wasn't in a competition. I came there because I genuinely love what I do. So I'm just happy. (laughs) I'm happy to be there. I don't remember a fuck up. Did you forget a lyric or something? (laughs) I don't remember a fuck up. Did you misstep? I don't think you had the mic with the (laughs) wire. Yeah, it didn't happen. What mistake? (laughs) What mistake? What mistake? If anybody was recording, listen, listen. Um, who, who's going over the footage? <laughs> Sorry, I think it's out now, I think. We just got highlights. <laughs> I don't think we have... Oh, okay. All right, listen. Okay, whoever went over whoever created those highlights know what happened. Mm, I might have to do some You digging. might as well. Yeah, right? Yeah. Slow down yeah. and hit go every five seconds. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Like, what? I, I don't think so. Happen. I don't think anyone really messed up. And, I mean, there was some breath control, but that was about it. So you're 21 now, 31, 10 years from now. Where do you want your name to be? Man, 10 years from now, I'm going to already have my PhD. I'm going to be working on having my own ward. I want to open a psych ward and an adoption agency. I want mm-hmm. to be my own boss. And with music, with music, wow. <laughs> with music, I need to be on somebody's charts. I go. need to be somebody's Lauren Hill. I need to be touching somebody in a way. Excuse me, not even just somebody. I need to be touching a lot of people in a way that haven't been touched like that in a long time. Feel me? My music, the reason that I do my music now is be- how I do it now is because that's how I feel. I feel like I have, like, I feel like I'm this angry teenager, well, not teenager, but I feel like I'm this angry um, young woman who just wants to get what she deserves. Feel me? Mm-hmm. Once I get what I deserve, I'm ready to spread my happiness. I'm ready to spread the posit- all around positivity. I'm ready to spread the, I, yeah, we still saying fuck bitches to get money, but we happy while we saying it. Yeah. You feel me? <laughs> I'm going to sing it. Okay? <laughs> yeah. I see, I just see me in different hues, different aspects that a whole lot of different people are going to be able to touch. Also, I see me singing in different languages. I love that. <laughs> you're gonna go pop. I gotta you're gonna, do it. You're gonna go pop one day in a band of hip hop R and B. I can never. <laughs> I could never go to Nikki route. Nikki went pop for a bit. You mentioned Nikki earlier. I'm, I'm not sure if you're following her career that closely, but that's her though. Because you want to know what? I could never do the Roman. I could never do the Martha. <laughs> I can't. It's not me. It's because she is genuinely like that, and yeah. that's why I love yeah. her too. Because yeah. she can get into that because that's her. That is her. She took drama and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How would you describe your music to the listeners? Like, what, can you describe who you are? I guess your music briefly and who you are, like what energy you're bringing. I guess you want to tune into you after this. Um, man, my energy is basically my ba- my energy right now is <laughs> filling yourself in rogue. Basically, filling yourself in the naked, the most vulnerable spot. I'm talking about 
I'm telling you how you feel when you want to, when you have a real big crush on somebody, but I'm talking about the real shit. When you love somebody, but mm-hmm. you don't want to show that love because you're afraid of getting hurt. Mm-hmm. You realizing that somebody is hurt and you're trying to heal them, but you're trying to protect yourself at the same time. I'm talking about girls in high school that piss you off, that you're trying to, you're trying to be a better person, but people taking you down just because you look a certain type of way. Cause you are a type of way I'm talking about, at the end of the day, I don't want to. I don't want to be the type of girl that fight bitches just because I'm upset. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the type of girl who'd be like, "I right, fuck everything." Not even you. Let me say, I'm sorry. Let me not say girl because there's men out there too. Mm-hmm. I don't want because there's guys that go with this shit too. I don't mm-hmm. want to be. True. I don't want to have to be in uh, bullshit beefs. I don't want to have to fuck with a bitch that has emotional issues yeah. because of a whole lot of other people who fucked her up, and now I have to act like I have issues too to be on your level, like. I'm hitting a whole lot of points where at my age it's necessary. Uh-huh. And then the, another thing, another thing is that we don't all, all of our mental capacities are not the same. Uh-huh. So there's some people who's going through shit that's like 45 that I've already gone through, uh-huh. like tough breakups where you go into deep depressions and you don't want to eat, or or you you're starving because you're a starving artist and you want to do better. Uh-huh. Or you want to you you're ambitious as hell, but shit's just not going your way, and you feel like you want to give up. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make music for everybody and touch them in a way where it's just like I could feel that. I feel that. I want. I just want everybody to feel that, and that's what I'm planning. That's not just what I'm planning on doing, but that's what I'm doing right now. <coughs> and that's why when all these EP drops and all these singles drops, mm. you're gonna be like, oh my god. You got a date for all that, or you got um, a time frame? I have a time frame, and actually, my um, I'm going to be dropping my EP sample one before I'm gonna say before Thanksgiving break. If anybody Ooh. knows what that is, <laughs> that's Let's like next week. That's isn't like it? soon. Yeah. Like, yeah. Get it. Like, oh, that's like in three days. Mm. Word. Yeah, that's a, we got like a good week, and um, for my winter for my winter um album, I, I can't really tell y'all that yet. But you could come it's back gonna to be us. yeah. It's a I'm so inspired by like I, I wish I could make music so bad. I want to be able to perform. I want to be able to create songs. I'm so inspired by the artists in the room. Uh, can I? I'm, this is the question for the artists in the room. When you're performing, like, how hard is it to like memorize your lines? Because you're not just focusing on like how you're trying to sell yourself to the crowd. You're also focusing on like your breath control. Uh, if the if the DJ's messing up, but they did the beats like on point, like remember, like remember, like yeah, memorizing your lyrics. Like, how do y'all do that? Like, I don't understand. Like, because you have so much to focus on, and then your lyrics is like the longest thing after you have to focus on for the uh, amount of time. So, like, how do y'all do that? Well, for me, um, because I write my own lyrics, it's not too hard. The only thing that oh, another thing that um, that helps me is when I watch. You know, when I told you I go to concerts and I watch how right. other artists perform, it's like. I see what they're doing. Sometimes it's like they they usually have mu- their music playing in the background. So like when I can't breathe, I'd be like, Whew. ah, yeah. Like I'd be my own hype man for a second. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be like, all right, let me jump back onto these lyrics. Mm-hmm. Or if the DJ messes up, remember what I did when I was like, well, at the last show, the DJ had messed up on my set. And I was just like, oh, he's oh, not even yes. getting his shit together. I'm yes. like, all right, everybody, can y'all do this? Yeah, I'm oh. like it's time to freestyle. Mm. So <laughs> that was the mess up. Um, no. Okay, I'm gonna say. But <laughs> now I want to go back and watch <laughs> the footage. Freestyle? No. Oh, you know, I'll just tell y'all. What's the um? 
what what is that girl? What was Michael Jackson's sister name is Janet Jackson <laughs> yes. when she was at that um when she had that malfunction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys, mm-hmm. yes, your titty did come out. <laughs> Wait, your titty came out. <laughs> <laughs> now they both wait, definitely go over the footage. Wait, wait, what? 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 Where was that? I? Fam, your energy was so intoxicating because I didn't see that at all. Like, what? She, she, she was like, up close. Of course, Laney I was up saw close. It. Of course, Laney saw it. You know, Laney saw the titty. Of course, Laney you know. saw the titty. Oh my god! Damn. What a show! I'm here singing his lyrics. What a show! No, but you played it off so well because it was just. It wasn't, yeah, it, but she was, it was quick. It was one, okay. two, three. Like, it was, nobody was supposed to see it. Mm-hmm. I'm just happy I had a, ju- a, a jacket on. Yeah. Ooh, let me tell you, I'm a double D. That thing would have been like, oh, what's that? I had to play it off so, <laughs> so fast. Was I was like, your oh, fault, though, because you came outside thinking you can do triple A things. Yeah. <laughs> You're a double D. I was like, trying to work like that. Sweetheart. I was trying to wild in style. I was trying to wild. Yeah. Yeah, I sure did. Mm. I wowed the hell out of him. Half the crowd was like, wow. I was going to say, to answer your question from earlier, uh, like for me personally, like, I like, because like, um, I think it was Jay-Z I heard, and he was saying how he he likes when when artists perform and they use uh, the instrumental without the vocal. Me too. And that's a challenge, right? It's a challenge because like there's certain songs, like if you just recorded it like last week, you're probably not that comfortable performing it yet. Mm. You're going to play it in the back because I've done that so many times. But I got to a point where I wanted to challenge myself because I was just like, damn, like that's one thing the pros do. Like they do have the music playing in their ear. But a lot of times, like somebody like Hove, Hove is going out there and he's just, he's spitting, you feel me? So like that's something I, I started practicing. Like literally, I'll be, because I, I drive Lyft during the day, right? That's my day job. Mm. I'll literally just be free, like uh, memorizing my, my lyrics and just like, uh, you know, repeating them outside out, uh, uh, while I'm driving and everything. Like, that's how I'll just memorize it. So that way I'm comfortable because now I'm at the point where if I don't know my lyrics, I'm not going to feel comfortable enough. Like, I'm not going to have the confidence that I need because it's just like, especially when your flow is complicated, it's just like I need to know every ad lib, every, every lyric. And I felt like the last show, I felt because you know that's something um, Stephanie has said. The first time we had Jersey Got Talent in June, mm-hmm. she was like, "Yo, why y'all have the vocals playing behind Cinderella?" Mm. And she she peeped the cheat code because that's a, <laughs> like you feel me? That's the cheat code. I don't care. It like really I, is. it's the cheat code. I'm sorry, that's the cheat code. The song that's just came out around that time, right? No, no, no. Um, in June, no, it came out in October, but we oh. performed it that was in the June. First time they performed. Oh, that was the yeah. first time we performed it. Yeah, exactly yeah. why we had the vocals in the background. Yeah. We didn't even have a show track yet. But after that, I memorized it, and I was like, all right, it sounds so much better when you memorize and you just spit. By the way, I'm waiting for CR's new music. It's really I got, yeah, good. He got 2020, some really good. bro. It's, Listen, I, when I heard, really yo, good. when I was listening to uh, the preview when we had our last show, I'm like, Shawty, I'm like, oh, my God, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who is this? I love that song. You love that crack. song? Thank yeah. you. So after your so- first solo performance, do you plan on going forward to do more solo performances, or do you prefer like the choreography and the dancers and shit like that? Let me tell you, every time I do a show, I want it to be exactly that. I want it to be a show. I see I see that like a lot of people, a lot of rappers, they have their boys up on a stage, and you know they go on wild. You know, that's cute and cool or whatever. <laughs> but... I know that I could, now that I'm so happy that I did the show alone, because now I know, okay, I could do that show alone, and I could hold out the stage by myself, but I really appreciate it when I have my girls on the stage, because that's my team, mm-hmm. you know, if, when you see, like, when you see, I want to I want to put out a show, I want a production, like, yeah. I want there to be lights, I want my bitches in outfits, my girls can do splits, can your girls do splits? No, because they're mm. not on the stage, can your homies do splits? No, like, when I have my girls on there, 
it's they're they're doing something that a whole lot of people they're bringing something to the table that a whole lot of people don't even think to bring to the table because they're just like oh i'm a rapper i'm gonna do this it's all about me when i say it's not all about me it's not all about me because literally i'm not just it's a team i'm not just coming up myself mm-hmm. honey pyramids is not just a person but she is also she's a production she's a company she's a title so it's like when i come out there i'm not just coming out there it's just it's not just one lone it's one lone mic but it's not a lone show mm. I, get it. I want it to be broadway when i go on there okay if my dancers was there last time okay and i'm getting more dancers coming on too i'm so mm. happy about that i'm getting more dancers Damn, whole team i want us to i want us to wow out like i love that yo i just because when people have dancers in their routine it makes me feel like it's a real show it's a real show because it takes thought planned out it's planned out it takes thought and and planning to execute that and make it entertaining like the first time you had your dancers like yo that shit was amazing bro like i'm not bro i loved it yo it was amazing y'all killed that shit yo (laughs) Yeah, you had the green outfits and shit. Oh, yeah. I remember that shit mm-hmm. was Neon fire. green was in for the summer. I was like, okay. <laughs> I don't remember. Were you in the choreography for that too? Are you going to be dancing too going forward? I um, I actually just started learning some more of the choreography, but I can't, I can't because I have to sing and I have to rap. I can't do too much because I don't want to be out of breath because I have to deliver exactly. on period. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'll do some of it. <clears throat> but I can't go the whole out with mm-hmm. it. I can't be busting out in splits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's. I would. I would be out of breath like the so first I have a question. Is it safe to say that Beyonce lip syncs then? I can't. Answer there has that. to be an instance. I would think. I'm, I don't want to speak against her, but there has to be an instance just for performance. <laughs> <laughs> she just. She just. She just might, it may not be. It may not be like. like I want that beehive. So? Like, there has she, to be an instance. Do you think so? I don't think I, she relies I, on. I, it. I never thought she did until uh, up until this moment. Wow. Okay. Up until this very moment, I was just before I was just like, nah. She. She. Now I'm just like, hmm. Maybe she does because it's just like. Did that change your perception of her? No, not at all. I don't give a fuck. Like, she's a fucking Virgo. I'm a Virgo. Like, I don't give a fuck. Oh, there you go. Like, Virgo gang. Virgo gang. I, like, it, I don't really give a damn. Me not being a Virgo wouldn't change my perception of her. Because <laughs> yeah. that's still a lot of movement she's doing. Like, I can't yeah, do that yeah. shit at all. Yeah, still, so, like, that's what I'm saying. It's still, like, you know I mean? at this point, all that movement she's doing, I expect her to, like, to take a break for 10 minutes and then go back yeah, to singing live. She's at a high performance level. Like, you need a second? Go ahead, take a second. Like, take I'm second, still going to yeah. be here. Train for know? that shit. I that cardio is on a different level. Yeah. Yeah. When you think about niggas like Chris Brown doing backflips during his set, that nigga be wild as this singing, bro. Bro, did y'all see the video? Y'all didn't see the video of Chris doing coke in the club? No, but he does coke. Sometimes the drugs give you a little bit. Bro, there was a video of him doing coke in the club. Chris is on coke. He's on coke, yes. That's why that nigga's so acrobatic. And Chris, we love you, but you a cokehead. Damn, I'm not, I will never call breezy. Chris a coke head. Like, I, I saw him doing coke in the club. That doesn't mean he's a There was a video on Twitter. Don't yes, I did. No I saw it. Like, it's he, not he, a rumor. He, I saw he, it. He needed to pick me up. Or, like, I saw again, it. There's party <laughs> drugs. Hey, man. He was in the club. There you go. Was, it was a club. Party yeah. drugs. He did a bump. Party no. drugs. He did a bump. He, he did a bump. He got those acid. I'm like, damn. I see you in a club. All right. I ain't do no coke. No, don't do that. I ain't do no coke in no club. Let's make some money. That's what I'm about to say. Like, Jeff, bro, chill out. Jeff, you don't do that. What is he saying? He's, he's gonna grow that pinky. He's he gonna grow that pinky going now. Stunts. He is going to stunts. <laughs> he gonna have so. that pinky ring with the pinky now. Ooh. I ain't gonna lie. I do. I do see myself having like at least two baby mamas. Oh my god. A little bit. Not a, l- a little bit of debt, but not nothing crazy. Not no. Okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> no coke, though. Okay. Maybe yeah. some psychedelics, but like no coke. All right. Psychedelics is probably mm-hmm. way worse, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you have a new project coming. Thanksgiving break. Mm-hmm. Two weeks, three day, weeks. Two days. Yeah, soon. We <laughs> <laughs> all random days. Three days and Word. two weeks. Depends on what college you go to. Yeah, exactly. Word. And you have like other shows lined up for the rest of the year? Or are you good off um, shows for the rest of the year? I, I do have show, more shows. Oh, yeah. You have the Cherry Bomb. Yeah. But um, I'm just honestly at this point, if I don't if I don't see anything that's interesting and worthy, because um, because I'm not really into like just doing any type of shows. If the people not with if I don't feel the vibe from the people or if the venue is not big enough, I'm not really trying to go. Once I get to the Cherry Bomb tour, like once I like open for celebrities, I don't really plan on like going anything below that. I mean, unless. Unless I find myself in a situation where I may have to, mm-hmm. because but it's that's better the right for the business. To have. Mm. Hmm. But yeah, I feel like when you want to practice, like even if it's like a lower spot, like doing like open mics and shit like that, I feel like you want to stay sharp. But yeah, even like even when you make it, there's some people who still go back to open mics and everything like yeah. that. But true. And regardless, like comedians, to her platform right now, like it is a certain thing. Once you do. Especially when you're not signed. Mm. Once you do open up for certain celebrities and stuff, it doesn't make any sense to do certain shows again. Right. I'm okay. going to try to hold you know like it's, like it's, it's a good this is certain, yeah. There is a certain level you don't want to scoop down mm-hmm. to. But I also do feel like you should be open to certain shows that are not, like that are in that range. Might yes. not be exactly on that level, but at least somewhere close, you know? Because, like, there's a lot. You never know who's in the room. That's the point. Yeah. You yeah, never know who's in the room. That's why I said it has, it has to be good for business. Mm-hmm. Got to start busting in room doors, too. But be selective. You have the right to do that. Yeah. Like, I ain't fucking performing in those strip clubs no more. Unless, <laughs> for real. I would love to see Unless I could get on the stage with the strippers or something and mm. we have, like, yeah, something crazy like that. I'm I done. Say, Jersey I, got talent in strip club? A few years Chill. ago, <laughs> T-Pain was in Sin City and he was releasing his two singles at the time. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say he performed, but he did like get on the stage, mm-hmm. and they didn't do that for me. They but me I think what that corner. was because um, he was just coming back out, and I do think a lot of people, a lot of times, you do test some of your songs in the strip club. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he was testing it to see how we were like getting with the how we do. I do I actually it was have bangers. some people who are trying to get me to perform in a strip club, and um, you're not with it. No, I, oh, it's unless not you that. got a strip it's song. I'm that? definitely with it. It's definitely. I was trying to see if I was going to reveal some secrets. I think it's too early. <laughs> so, honestly, I'm really. I where I'm going to go from after my cherry bomb tour is. I'm just going to start making venues of my own. If it's not there with people that I already fuck with, there feel me? Go. That I already know are going places. Mm-hmm. I eat y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start making my own venues. Listen, yes. I I fuck with the strip club. Okay, I'm with the shit. I got to be clean. A little bit of chicken wings. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I'm gonna make sure that those tickets get sold. I'm gonna make sure that those artists who fit who fit that look can get into there and they have to also get tickets sold. Cause one thing I realized is that it's not really w- with the business aspect. It's everything is, it's so cool to perform, but a bitch, a bitch need to pay some things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Space and time is mm-hmm. money. Okay. Mm-hmm. Feel me. And it's even better when you have your name on a flyer, when you're the CEO of that, when you're the CEO of that company, when you're the face of that shit, because you're making shit happen, then that branches off into a whole lot of other stuff. Mm-hmm. So now I don't have to worry about, Oh my God, I'm not getting any performances right now. I wonder if people even know if I'm alive. Mm-hmm. It's I am the performance. Y'all need to show up to the ship because it's popping. Honey Pyramids is at the strip club and everybody's buying out tickets and there's a line outside. Mm-hmm. It's just getting wild. They got chicken wings. Mm-hmm. They got <laughs> <Yes. up. laughs> 
Like she is so I fuck good. with that. Let me tell you something. Just for the record, I'm not shitting on. I'm not shitting on strip clubs. I just had bad experiences earlier in my career. I want the chicken wings. But I love strip clubs. And let me tell you something. I'm a. I'm a. Used to have some bomb, yo. Y'all, y'all know the top. Old Sin City. Y'all missed out. That's all I'm gonna say. Y'all missed out on a good era. Titties and chicken. You got. You have. You have my guaranteed follow on every social media. You have my guaranteed play on every song. I'm really a fan of you after this interview. I was a fan after the first Jersey Got Talent. I was even more fan after the second one. But like hearing you speak and share your story tonight has been really. It's been inspirational. You're like you're very very focused. You're very very sure of yourself, and you're very very confident. And um. I think a lot of people need to hear what you said tonight. Dropped a lot of gems tonight. Dropped a lot of gems tonight. Even I was sitting here like, okay, I need to hear that, Jesus. Thank you for the message. Absolutely. Only at 21, dropping so many gems. Like, I'm really impressed. For real. I love young people. We have a... They is the future. We have uh, two segments on this podcast that we uh, we like to end off with. One is Don't Sleep that I created, and the other one is Hey Bitch Hey that Lenny created. Don't Sleep is basically you're telling the audience that uh, turn some sleep on. It should be it could be something as simple as a meal that you had or your music or something deeper than that. And uh, my Don't Sleep this week is something that uh, my therapist said to me. Uh, the last thing she said to me before I saw her was uh, the only way out is through. And that really sat with me and I thought about it more and it's like the only way literally out of like the depression, the the anxiety, the stress is through it. You have to face it head on. You have to put that mirror up, that reflection of yourself um, and face yourself. When people are saying things to you, you can't take it personal. You have to take it as a lesson and um, I'm talking to myself right now. Uh, you have to just take it for what it is and not trying to hurt you. They're just trying to uh, help you and aid you into growth and ascension to another level of who you are. So uh, the only way out is through it all. So keep your chin up, keep going, move forward, and uh, everything will be all right. Your dreams do come true. Literally, my dream is coming true in two days, and uh, it's 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 surreal. So, again, the only way out is through. CR? Um. My uh, don't sleep uh, centered around confidence, right? A lack of confidence is what leads to anxiety, right? And um, I want to share four C's with you guys, right? Uh, the four C's, courage. It takes courage to take the first step in changing your life, right? It takes courage to stick it out. Uh, commitment. Once you decide what you want out of life, you have to stay focused. Nothing good comes out of life without commitment capabilities you want to read you want to watch videos you want to find a mentor you want to do everything that you need to do to gain the knowledge so you can accomplish your goals and then that will ultimately lead to the fourth c which is confidence so if you're preparing and you're ready you'll never have to get ready Coco, i'm sensing a theme i was gonna say um don't sleep on getting to know yourself or reacquainting yourself with yourself um for me just dealing with um depression and anxiety I've been looking for ways when I feel those feelings creeping up, looking for ways how to divert myself as opposed to going into my shell and shell and shutting down when I experience things. Um, just trying to remember things that I enjoyed doing before I started dealing with, you know, life's issues and uh, just reacquainting myself in that way. So um, I've actually remembered a lot of stuff that I either blocked out or just totally forgot. So that's that's been helping me. Lainey, do you have anything? Not at all. Uh, honey Pyramids, do you have any people? Anything that people shouldn't sleep on? Or a hey, bitch, hey is what is a hey, bitch, hey like? 
hey, bitch, hey, fucking put deodorant on. Something like, something, oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Anything that you feel you want to put out there Like as a disclaimer. As, yeah. Listen, y'all, y'all need to be aware of hey, bitch, hey, yeah. because stop it. That's like, a great description. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I guess mine would be uh, a lot of people think that life is about searching for who you are, but actually it's, it's creating who you are. Mm. So mm. when it comes to you feeling lost... You feeling like you're the only one there. You feeling alone. You feeling like there's nothing else that you can do. When there is, God made us from clay. We are made from dirt. When there is nothing, you can make something out of that nothing. With lemons, you can make lemonade. Mm-hmm. Um, lemons are are man made, so there were literally nothing. Let me stop being extra. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I'm just saying when when it seems like you've reached rock bottom, at that point. The only thing that you could do is make that rock into a diamond. You got to make something out of your nothing. Pew, pew, pew. No one else will. Okay. And shout out where people can find you. Um, y'all can find me on IG at Honey Pyramids. Find me on Twitter at True Pyramids. Find me on all platforms because that's where I'm at. Honey Pyramids. <laughs> where uh, you have anything? Anybody else have anything? Shout out. Uh, um, this yeah. drops after the live show, yes. so should we? But still, fuck it. Uh, make sure y'all follow us on Instagram, though. Yes, and follow keep up with the highlights from the live show. Shit. What was um the girl Dion? Her name was Dion from. You ever saw Clueless? Oh, yeah, from you remind me of like I, I don't want to say that like the black oh, wow. stage, but she yeah. reminds me of Dion. Aww. Like when you just did that, you I'm like, okay, Dion, let's go. <laughs> and I yeah. pride myself on being the black Stacey Dash because you know Stacey Dash is not black; she's white. So yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, uh, you want to see more of this content, follow us on Instagram at Introverted Intuition Pod. If you're interested in coming on as a guest, email us at introvertedpod at yahoo.com. Introverted uh, YouTube.com backslash Introverted Intuition for our YouTube channel. And, uh, that's Before it. we leave, I that's also want to say if you want to see highlights from the Jersey's Got uh, Talent, it'll be posted on my Instagram sometime tomorrow or whatever. Definitely by the time you hear this, it'll be up. Uh, so follow me on Instagram at CR underscore 908. And we got a lot more things coming in the spring of 2020. Mm. You're already planning, people. Mm. Absolutely. We're already in 2020. Where are you at? Yeah. 2019? <laughs> fuck is that? My vision's clear. <laughs> 2020. Thank you so much for mm. listening, y'all.